boomers? This is a special weirdy episode of Sonic the Comic the Podcast, because this is Sonic the Movie the Podcast. The Sonic the Comic the Podcast episode. <laughs> we haven't really planned anything for this, but uh, I'm here, and I'm also here is Chris, as usual. Yes, I am here too, and also am I, and here is also with us. But as well as that, we've got an extra here us with, which is this one over here with us. What? What's happening to your words? I know. <laughs> Hi, this is Jahan. He's here. Uh, yes. He's from my other podcast that I do called Serious Disney. You may recognise me, and if you don't, then why don't you? Yeah. Why aren't you listening to the other podcast? I know, because it's also quite good. You Where's know, you... your loyalty? I know, yeah. That's, that's very kind of you to be uh, <laughs> ensuring people's loyalty to me personally. Yeah, exactly. Swear to your fealty to Dave yeah. <laughs> by, by listening to both podcasts. But if you haven't previously, and you are, you know, a, ca- a filthy casual, hi, I'm Jahan Ranasing. I also talk to Dave sometimes about things. <laughs> Serious business on which you will be able to hear this exciting stereo effect. Well, not this one, a better one. One where I've actually turned Jahan's microphone around the right way so that it's actually recording him instead of just his ambient echo. Uh, so that everything sounds like that bad duophonic bit that there used to be on the end of I Am The Walrus. Sorry, I only noticed after we'd finished. The actual stereo effect in the recent episodes of Serious Disney is actually really good and immersive, and you should listen to it. Yes. Um, because we're in the same room, but Chris oh, is yes. not, so he gets to snuggle up in the middle of our interesting stereo effect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you feel privileged to Like be a burger in a bun. Or Ever a so. Chili dog in a bun. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Bringing it so, back around. Because exactly because what's in our egg sack this episode, listeners? <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> We're going to be talking about the Sonic movie because we all saw it. Chris saw it before I did. Yes. When did you see it? You saw it with, with me, yes, right? I, I was literally sat next. Yeah, to but you. I can never tell if you've already seen things or not. No, I had not seen it. You, you live in a cinema and you <laughs> dig a little. You dig a little furrow in cinemas. I, and just I have a little there. cave where I have a you know a ping pong table and uh, he has and. In his little and a bandana, I can't remember. Yeah, the what bandana, that's right. Game. He's got a sign that's a reference to the hilltop zone. Yes, and he's got a he's got a, a washing machine that he runs in. Yep, or a, or a tumble dryer, one of them. We're talking about me in the cinema. Talking right? about Johan in the cinema, yep. and he has yeah. This is in the little furrow that he's dug yep. for himself at the cinema, which he uses to attract mates. <laughs> <laughs> As yet unsuccessful. <laughs> well, it's it's only been a week since we saw it, more or less. Um, yeah. Yes. Just to, for for so we've had time to to reflect on it, to yeah, let yep. it percolate. So oh, I, so I should say sorry before we get too deep into it that I do have to edit these things, which means they come out later again than when we record them. I'll try and edit this as little as I possibly can. So oh, yeah, I don't I, know. Best behavior, everyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I just meant uh, it had been a week. You know. Yeah, when, well, we, exactly, when we were but, uh, recording, it's been a week know. since we watched the Sonic movie, and it's yeah. been just over a week since it came out. It's currently the twenty fifth of February. If you're mm, interested yes. in that sort of timestamp, so why would you be? Can't imagine. <laughs> what then were our very? I feel like we occupy three spots on mm. a fairly straightforward spectrum on our opinions of this film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. So, 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 Dave. Hi. What was your Mine, do you know what? Mine's the most complicated answer, so I'm going to go last instead. Somebody else go. Could you not just say you didn't like it very much so that I could say I thought it was alright and Jahan could say he liked it and that would be a nice, neat little opener? I, uh, it would be nice if... To, that Wouldn't that be good of me? But no. Uh, is, is that accurate that you quite liked it? You thought it was alright? Yeah. Mine is a bit more complicated than that yeah. because I can't just say yes or no. I enjoyed... 
almost every minute of the film, I as I was sitting there watching it, I was always enjoying it. Yeah. There was also other stuff that was happening at the same time as the bits I enjoyed, or hot in the heels of them, which I didn't enjoy, but I was always going like, well, that's just an artifact of it not being for me as a... Yes. I'm not a child. So I didn't mind that. However, my opinion of it is complicated by the fact that when I left the cinema, I was... I was consumed by an overwhelming sadness at what I'd just sat through. <laughs> so, so it's a film that I enjoyed but didn't like, I think might be a way to say it. But you're often consumed by an overwhelming I know. sadness. I know, that's one of the main things about me. So that yeah. so that it could have simply been that. I mean, it could have. I was, I was at the very end of an absolute nightmare month anyway. Yeah. You so, were literally limping around on a crutch. Yeah, I think, it was, I think I was just exhausted. Yeah, I was limping yeah. around on a crutch, wondering if when I got home I'd be able to upload the next podcast or not. <laughs> uh, because Your own the next podcast, died. which was about a racist episode of Zorro. Yeah, it's been, it's <laughs> been a time. Good times. Yes. No, it, I thought that the Sonic movie was full of loads of really good stuff. I thought, well, I, I won't say individual ones because we'll cover them in a minute, but sure. there were loads of things I thought were really good. Um, but all of those good things were delivered in the framework of the kind of film I loathe the most, Yes, which I is the Smurfs yeah. film. Yeah, that's fair. I see what you're saying. Can I kick this off, actually, by asking you two specifically, mm-hmm. what is your, let, you know, the, because this is a serious business yeah. crossover episode, let's, in fact, you, you, you can insert the Andy Peters uh, uh, <laughs> quote here. Yeah. Hold it, there's a couple more bags coming to the terminal. But I think it would be constructive and productive, especially for your opinion here, mm-hmm. for you guys to explain what your history is with expecting wanting hmm. and anticipating a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. Presumably you both have one. Uh, presumably, yeah. You know, I don't think I truly have ever really seriously entertained the notion of there ever being one. And I, really? it was one of those situations where I kind of just didn't ex- expected this to eventually not happen until they finally released a trailer. You know, we, we've seen that mm. sort of thing before. Mm, yeah. John, you and I have definitely talked about... Venom was the last big yes, example yes. of that, where we just yes. genuinely didn't believe it was going to happen no. until there was a trailer suddenly. So, um, and then that first trailer did nothing to convince me that it was real either. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and that was sort of the similar effect with the first Sonic trailer well, as well. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, my expectations shifted after we had the change between the first trailer and the second trailer, Mm -hmm. because the first trailer, I mean, it's hard to know if the film would have been any different except for having the more hideous CG in it. Mm. I I mean, I think that would have thrown it off terribly, but carry on yeah yeah it would oh it would have absolutely impacted anyone's enjoyment of the film because they would have had to look at that (laughs) yes but i don't know if the film would have been any different um i honestly don't think i really ever truly had any expectations at best i might have expected an animated film or something but i never Mm. really wanted one of those because no sonic cartoon has ever been good Mm, either yeah so it was just something i never expected and never particularly wanted no not even not even as a young uh, STC reading child not seriously I have no. no memory of ever truly seriously expecting one no or, or, oh. or yeah or having any inclinations towards one which is not very interesting but there you go <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid mine's not very interesting either really? I, I, you'd think I would there yeah. was there was of course a time when you know 
uh, let's say it's about 1993, and I thought, well, w- wouldn't it be cool if there was a Sonic movie? Yeah. And, and I did design the animatronics for that yes. in the way that an 11-year-old can. I just thought you would, as someone who, as the sole person in the world who thought the Mario Brothers movie mm, was yeah. an acceptable adaptation yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's odd, isn't it? I, yeah. I think that... I think I'm similar to, to to Chris. That back in the day, I didn't expect it to happen. I wasn't really looking forward to it and ex- expecting yeah. it. If you see what I mean. But the last time I ever thought that there would be a Sonic movie that would entertain me, let's say, yeah, was more than twenty years ago. You know, the yeah. uh, I think that in the case of this film, basically, I had to try and force myself to go in with expectations or excited about it at all because. Mm. I just felt very cynical about it yes. because um, oh, yeah, yeah, because I well, knew I think we all did. Yeah, because I because I knew it was a Smurfs. Yeah, and maybe that was it. Maybe when that maybe when the Smurfs came out, that was the last time I thought <laughs> I wanted a Sonic movie. Like when the Smurfs came out, that was the last time you had dreams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's a common thing. But, um, no, I yeah, I presumably somewhere inside me, my opinion of this film must have been affected by. Uh, a strong memory of having been a fan of its source material some 26 years ago. Yeah. But I didn't think this film would be one that I enjoyed. And on that regard, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than yes. I was expecting. I was, I was really pleasantly surprised by, God, loads of it. There was yes. all sorts of things in it that I thought, oh, well done you. Yes. You've, you've made something nice there. Yes. Um. It was just difficult for me to... And I was using rhetoric before. I was, try, I was trying to be entertaining when I said the sort of film I loathe the most. Yeah. Although, well, that formula probably is. Yeah. yeah but this yeah. film was absolutely, hands down, the best one of those. I, I agree <laughs> with that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't, you know... And this is the thing. I, 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 I was discussing this with someone else the other day, but mm. when we talk about films like this... Mm. I, I put it to you and the listeners and culture in general that there are there, I don't think there is such a thing as a fan of this type of film. Mm. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, there yeah. is... You would have to show me a specific example of a human being yeah. who is, like, motivated by the idea yeah. of, like, oh, I love that type of yeah. film. Like I'll definitely go and see yeah. that kind of. There'll film. be films. There'll be fans of individual ones of them. Yes, but and not of that. Like, oh, I'd love another one of them with another property. Exactly. Yeah. Because that that film premise is the compromise. Yes. The idea yeah. of transferring these fictional characters yeah. to film. You know, it's a world where they they won't just make a cartoon film. They want to make a live action film, but the characters are inherently impossible to capture in live action. They have to be CG effects. So in order for it to be a live action film or a real film in the eyes of the world, Mm -hmm. this is is the compromised formula that we get stuck with. That said, I may be uh, unusual in my opinion that I think... It was fundamentally not the wrong approach to take with Sonic or oh, yeah. with the first Sonic movie. Yeah, I because seem to be saying that by transplant, I mean it's a it is completely it's a bog standard version yep. of that formula. All the beats are there, um, 
and you can if you you can take or leave you can debate and probably will the merits or not of that formula but by taking sonic out of his world and making it so that sonic is the only sonic character aside from robotnik in the film it strips away all the complicated history Mm -hmm. there's no there's no all the different cartoons and comics and games everything that's been competing with one another that yeah this this is a I don't think I've said this on our podcast yet, Dave. But see if you agree with me on this or mm-hmm. not. But I, I, a somewhat unique thing about boomers, about us UK Sonic fans, fans of Sonic the comic, is although it is to us the true and definitive lore of Sonic the Hedgehog, we also have an understanding that it is just our version yeah. of Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Fans of Archie, fans <laughs> of Sat AM, to them that is sonic and they expect sonic to be that yeah so you see people who want that who are demanding the return of the archie freedom fighters in the idw comics who wanted this movie to just be sat am the the animated movie Mm -hmm. and you would never get that from a from a it's unlikely you would get that from a, a, a British reader of Sonic the Comic who would just expect it to be that way. So yeah. I think stripping stripping all lore away and just making it a movie about Sonic on Earth, while not the most inventive thing, um, was probably the best move they could have made to just stripping everything and then just distilling it right down to blue, blue man go fast beat robot dot scientist. That makes sense. That does make sense because it, otherwise... It the arguments, doesn't it? Yeah, they would, have yeah. Had to, they would have had to pick one. Yeah. And Although I suppose the one that they would have had to pick would be, you know, the, the, the current game setup. The current setup. Sega approved uh, Yeah, which yeah. is fairly universal. I think most Sonic fans would get on board with that. But I mean, no one would like I mean, it though, would they? That, that's no. it. I mean, you look at the start of that film... People have said, and I think you've said it yourself, Dave, that you see the, sh- the first few minutes of that film and you think, I'd be perfectly happy with that being the film. Oh, yeah. Kidnas yeah. running around in there and whatever. Now, me, I wouldn't particularly. Uh-huh. I'm not very interested in that. First of all, because that's a cartoon film and that's not the kind of film they were making, so it was never going to yeah. be that. And it I wouldn't have been understand the live-action film if they made it like that. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's what I always say about Transformers yeah, as well. Agreed, it's the same... No, no, the difference with Transformers is Transformers are inherently human-scaled and there is an mm-hmm. inherent human role in the yeah. world of the Transformers to give it meaning. Again, um, but in, in, not so not so with Sonic, but if they had just made the cartoon Sonic movie, mm. I'd have had to watch a film with Shadow the Hedgehog and <laughs> Sticks the Badger and Blaze the Cat, and I don't give two shits. Yeah. Yeah. So stripping all that away and just going back to Sonic 1, yeah. 1990, Sonic versus Robotnik. Best move they could but, have made as far as I'm so concerned. So I agree with that, but yeah. would you have been significantly less interested in seeing I don't know, um, Rouge the Bat, than in seeing a film about James Marsden being a generic man who's a cop <laughs> and wants to go to San Francisco and... You know, honestly, <laughs> probably, yeah. I, I agree yeah? with that, because, like, the thing about watching the generic film about James Marsden being yeah. a man who wants to do whatever, I can go to that... Mm-hmm. And multiple people can go to that. Normal yeah. humans off yes. the street can yes. go to that and feel like, hey, I'm going to see a film. Yes. If you had made the Rouge the Bat version <laughs> that yeah. Chris is alluding to, no, that's mm. not a film. What that is, 
his Final Fantasy Advent yeah. children. Yeah. Ooh. Something that Brutal. I think we're all in agreement, that's not a film. Yeah. That's not something you can call a film. I don't know what you would call that. It's an exercise in merchandising of it's, some kind. It's a but... perfectly serviceable DVD, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would not have been interested. I, I agree. I'm, I feel, if you think I was testing you there, I, I agree <laughs> that I would also not be interested in that. Although I think my response to not being interested in it would be more along the lines of not watching it. Mm. That something about something. Part of the, the the morose feeling I had coming out of the cinema mm. had to do with my having been tricked <laughs> into, wa- into watching a film about James Marsden as a cop. Yeah. That I found nothing of interest in, mm. nothing uh, to object to either. Yeah. And I thought that the cast were fine, and yeah, it was yeah. all fine. It was put together for yeah. fine. But it's I would never a, have wanted to watch that it. film. It's not a story that you would have otherwise ever wanted to digest. For no, and yeah. and and hmm. the way that you can improve the the formula here, um, so that I would have enjoyed it without resorting to making the Rouge the Bat movie. Yeah, would be for the- <laughs> okay. Let's let's leave <laughs> Rouge alone for goodness sake. It's not her fault that she's sort of a symptomatic turning point of when Sonic went by. I, ca- I kind of feel as her. if there's a better reference be. we could be making though. Who's a more re- recent character? Who's the little one that used to fly around with him in 06? Uh, what shadow? Uh, no, 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 Silver. I don't mean 06, it's, but Silver, perfect. Yeah. Sil- silver actually was my was what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah Silver is, is the The nadir. Silver the Hedgehog movie then. Well, anyway, whatever. The way that you could improve on this formula, and I don't see this as too much to ask, is f- if the story about James Marsden was really engaging. Hmm. But I thought it was so generic that yeah. it always felt... It always felt like it was holding up a sign saying, like, don't worry, we've made sure there's nothing here. <laughs> Every, all our resources have been put into yeah. making sure that you, no, you will experience nothing while you watch these people. And But then Sonic is yeah. where this this guy who invades this guy's life, that's yeah. where you're going to experience anything. And that, you know perhaps that's as it should be. But I don't see why you can't also have an engaging story that isn't just like, and I'm here too. See, I... I'm going to stick up for please the, the adventures please of do. James Marsden as, as our man. Yeah, um, it's better than the later ABC series James Marsden, which replaced the adventures of James Marsden. <laughs> James Marsden, boom! <laughs> Marsden Underground. <laughs> uh, yeah, James Marsden, boom was very controversial because he had blue arms. Yeah, yeah, and he um, could just keep jumping as long as he paused. <laughs> If he kept pausing, he could stop and frisk an infinite number of people. Um, right. So, <laughs> I mean, on one level, okay, yeah. here's here's one level to it. The Green Hill so, Zone. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys know Sonic more than I do. Like, I put it to you mm-hmm. now that in James, Mar- James Marsden, in his role as the man that Sonic is yeah. spending time with, is he surely not the single best human that Sonic is spending time with that there's ever been? Why? Ooh, that's a, for, for that to be uh, true. You mean out of history? To, yeah. Wouldn't there have to be some aspects to the character for us to judge that by? No. But, well, yeah, but I mean, I yeah. definitely watched the Adventures of James Marsden before I'd be subjected to Chris Thorndike again. Oh God, yes, yes exactly. Oh, if we could, compa- if that's what we're yeah, comparing, that's what it means. But if you're comparing it with Doctor O.V. Kinterbor, then no. <laughs> okay. Oh well, that's Fine. a fair point. Yeah, no, I yeah. see what you're if doing. you're comparing it to the existing buddy comedy that already exists between Sonic and a human man, then no. But 
I am under no illusions that they would have ever dredged that well. But then they brought the owl in. I'll come to the owl. Okay. We'll, <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll okay, all come okay. to the owl, don't worry. Um, no, I just wanted to say a word on the human mm-hmm. component of this film. Yes, you're right. It's the most generic thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But I do think it was performed well. Yes. I do think it was invested with a certain amount of sincerity. Yes. To the best of their ability, given that every single piece of what they've they've made is a off-the-shelf component mm-hmm. yeah. that is designed to fit yeah. into a million other films. Mm-hmm. I think that the human <clears throat> cast is all... You know, they perform charmingly well yep. enough. And the thing that I did... I did ultimately hook into it because I did quite like the concept that Sonic is kind of of that world, ultimately. He is of the human world in the end. Mm -hmm. And he... I like the idea of emotionally grounding him in the human world and making him not... That stuff would have been so much more disposable if Sonic had been a complete stranger to them. Yes. In the way that some of those films often are. But the fact that we have, you know, we get Sonic's perspective of, like, he does care about those people. He aspires to live among them. And, you know, I think that was... I mean, it's it's too much to call it intelligent writing. (laughs) But it's it's a decision that helps. Hmm. And, And the thing is, and I think this is another thing that I wanted to mention a bit earlier... We talk again about the idea of this template of a film being a formula that you plug different mascot characters that Mm -hmm. you purchase into. Yeah. It's undeniable, though, that some characters fit the template better than others. Like, so for example, the Smurfs, terrible fit. Mm -hmm. Like, plugging the Smurfs into that template just absolutely sidesteps 95% of what you would want out of a Smurfs film. Like it's such a funny thing with the Smurfs are a really great point of comparison though yeah. because it's so because by all rights the Smurfs as a live action movie with real people is it's exactly what you can and should do mm. with the Smurfs because you got Gargamel but you can also do Johan and Pee Wee and other yeah. stuff like that there too they are creatures that live in the human yeah. world but yeah. instead of doing that and doing a medieval yeah. Smurfs thing they yes. put them in, in yeah, New, New, York, York, New York which is I've the, never heard yeah. anyone say that before but you're right the, the, the Smurfs were introduced as being the wacky forest creatures met by Yoan and Peewee yeah god mm. that would have been fine anyway yeah. but that's why well, was... well but it would still have been bad but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it was so egregious with the Smurfs right. because they were yeah. sidestepping an obvious yeah. way into yeah. the property in order to do the most generic yeah. possible version yeah. just off the top of my head again like Marmaduke said. <laughs> I like, knew there were more of them because I can yeah. always remember Smurfs and Hop yeah. and the other Rocky one we always remember. Winkle. Oh god, that's another one! What was that one? Yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Looney Tunes back in action. Do you see what I mean though? What's the one I'm forgetting? There's a there's an obvious one I'm forgetting. Uh, Garfield? No, but yeah, that's another one. Oh god, there's a lot of these! Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's why we say it's so generic. But there is a continuum. Like I say, Smurfs, Marmaduke, you're completely working against the principles of the original property to force them into that template. Whereas something like, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's it. That uh, actually makes sense. Yes. Because yes. they are characters who live in the real with world. With a man, yeah. And yes. interact with the human world and embody pop culture trends and yeah. do yeah. all that stuff. That's what Alvin and the Chipmunks is. Mm-hmm. 
And the first one isn't that bad in the grand scheme of no. things. We'll have to take your word for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, clearly, Chris is more of a, an aficionado of this genre than we are. Mm. Um, but although I have seen Smurfs and maybe Smurfs too, I certainly started watching Smurfs too. I've seen them both. You saw Smurfs too. Let me let, actually let me put something on the table here, which is that. I thought that I ought to be informed about this sort of thing. Yes. So in preparation for this podcast, I watched Hop. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I got about halfway. Okay. Um, I, I, Christ, I quit. I hated Hop. I quit at the point where the uh, the MacGuffin of the film turned out to be David Hasselhoff. Um, not playing a character. Yeah. They, the the okay. story of the film is that Hop and James Marsden go in search of David Hasselhoff. Is the rabbit called no. Hop? No. <laughs> the rabbit is called E.B. And you never find out at least in the first half yeah. of the film, what that stands Easter for Bunny? other than Easter Bunny. It doesn't, because he's not the Easter Bunny. Oh, okay. um, Yet. So, yeah, oh. he's, he's the, he doesn't want to be the Easter yeah. Bunny, but his dad, the Easter Bunny, wants him to be. He wants to be a drummer, which is why he wants to go on Pop Idol, which is hosted by David, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Is he? Is, does he? In you know, I've seen the movie I and know. I can't remember. I just remember I really loathed it, and so much of that loathing was based on Russell Brand. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. That, not not because oh, actually, let me defend my position okay. in that I don't actually hate Russell mm. Brand. Yeah. I just hated him for that five-minute period where yes. America was obsessed with him yeah. and put him in everything. And it's uh, that yeah. in that his performance in that film sounds like someone in that position. It sounds like. Yeah. I imagine James Corden does as Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit, Correct. another example. There's another one. Perfect example. No, don't fit that character yeah, into that template. Exactly, yeah. That's wrong. But my point that yeah. I was coming back around to is, like Chris said, I don't actually think Sonic is automatically a bad choice for it. Uh-huh. I just don't, because he is a character... Okay, yeah, he does... Gen- he is generally seen to occupy fantastical worlds and, you know, be a freedom fighter against a weird robot fascist or whatever. But... As a personality and as a presence, he's very human scaled and he's very pop culture informed. And it doesn't feel like the worst fit in the world to me to have him, therefore, be grounded in the human world of pop culture. That's why why I couldn't get that bothered Mm. when he's flossing in the film. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like... I'm watching, it's like, yeah, look, it's Sonic doing a pop culture meme, but Sonic is a character who does pop culture memes. Yeah. Like, that's not as egregious mm. as if Peter Rabbit is flossing. Yes. Yeah, or I agree if, with that, uh, definitely. Yeah. Or if Marmaduke is flossing, yeah. you know, this non-sentient <coughs> dog. Like, yeah. it's... Sonic's not too bad a fit for being in the human world, interacting with relatively mm-hmm. generic human people, and I think that's why mm. I didn't object to that as the setup for this film that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, the film is the perfect, uh, and this is a way to, uh, positive use of the word, it's the perfect compromise in that regard because yeah. we, as older fans, recognize Sonic as being from another planet, yeah. while young, younger fans of the 21st century recognize Sonic as living on Earth. Mm-hmm. Normally that's the setup of the games. Yeah. Well, Earth, air quotes, but but yeah. he lives on a world with, with human people. Wait, so this is, yeah. this is, yeah, that's what he's been doing that since. Well, since 99. It, it's always oh. been the case in Japan, but that the West adopted the Japanese canon with the release of the adventure games in the late 90s. Is that um, meant to be Earth in the, in the conventional sense yeah. of Earth? Yeah. Notionally. Okay, in the anime right. sense of Earth. Right, yeah, no, okay, no, that makes more sense, yeah. 
Hello, Editor Dave here. I've got an update on this. Our information there was correct, but it's changed again very recently. And, uh, you know, evidently we've not been paying attention because uh, this has to do with Sonic Forces, the most recent Sonic game. And with the release of that, they've changed the official stance a little bit. There is now supposedly two separate worlds in the Sonic universe. There's the the one that Sonic comes from, which doesn't have any humans and isn't what you would call Earth. And then there's the world that does have humans and which you, you might be tempted to call Earth. I don't know if they go that far. Um, and basically, any time Sonic has been in a world with humans, like in Sonic Adventure, the official line now, I think, according to my latest research, is that that was him having gone through to that dimension from his. And then in Sonic Forces, where apparently there aren't any humans, that's him in that dimension. And as I understand it, the current IDW comics are set in the animal dimension, and so, you know, so you're not going to find humans in that. That, that, as I understand, it's a little bit complicated, they don't really go into detail. I don't think they actually say any of this in an official product, it's just like the, the company line, as it were. And I think that information is true as of the current time. So actually, it makes this film more in canon with the games, not less. So both groups of people can um, yeah. can accept that yes. without too much of a bother. Like, even as much as I'll go on about Sonic X, even Sonic X realized that 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 was that Sonic had to... I mean, the fact that he's a, he lives on a planet with human people is and has always been terrible. Um, so, um, so things like Sonic X and this movie depicting him as an alien from another planet who simply comes to Earth is the best compromise between the two visions of the things and it comes out in my in my opinion it's better than simply having him live on a, pe- a planet with people in the first place yes yes yeah. I agree with that yeah like Chris what did you think of the the non-robotnik human stuff yeah I the I'll say the only point uh, uh, where the movie started to lose me was whenever it whenever they went to the bar mm. ah, because yes. that was whenever it went full-blown generic yeah. uh, uh, CGI creature human animal buddy road movie yeah. beat yes. it what happened in that portion of the film had nothing to do with nothing that I recognize as Sonic at least with all the other bits that were going on he was running from Robotnik's drones on a highway yeah. and everything yeah. it's just Robotnik took a step out of the film for 15 minutes and this massively generic thing that just wasn't funny just just happened oh fart joke ha oh, oh yeah. chili dog yeah um, and I, I you know I that that's where it's that was the only place I could say it genuinely started to lose me otherwise I didn't have a problem with the human character I thought it would have been nice if Tika Sumter's character got got more to do yeah. like it was like they specifically set her up to be a veterinarian mm. you mm. would assume so that she can medically tend to right. Sonic at some That'd point be so useful. only then when it actually when it when the time actually comes and he brings her to her you're a vet look after that and she's yeah. like I don't want to do with this yeah yeah right what was the point of that again <laughs> Again, though, yeah. I, I did like her. Yeah, yeah, she was likable, certainly. I liked, I did like everyone in it. Yes, I think honest. it would be very easy for. Uh, I was uh, irritated by the concept of how generic they decided to make them, but they never annoyed me. Yeah, and yeah. that's uh, that's worth saying because. So, what, and how did you react to James Marsden in Hop when you watched it? Uh, well, actually, he's a lot different. He's okay. he's a significantly different character in that. Okay, um, and. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> I felt that he had something that was missing in the Sonic movie because in the Sonic movie, and to its credit, this is a hundred percent deliberate. Yes, he is just a nice man who's supposed to be nice, yeah. and 
he's the the job they've picked as a generic job is small town cop, but he could have been anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas in Hop, he is a a sort of um. The, the sort of the layabout son that they're trying to get out of the house and right. get him to get a job and stuff. Yeah. So he's really got couldn't remember what he was in that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So he's got more of a character in that film, but a more annoying one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I, I liked him in this film, and it was it's the sort of character that could easily grate, and it and yeah. it sort of didn't. That's the thing. If imagine if they'd yeah. tried to, you say you'd like to, you would have liked him to have a character. Mm-hmm. But imagine if we'd have had to sit through that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> imagine if we had had to sit yeah. through. Oh, James Marsden has daddy issues. Or yeah. you got to like, learn a lesson. Yeah, all yeah. that. It's like, no, it's fine. He's a he's a likable sounding board, and the reason that you're interested in him at all is because Sonic is interested in him. And, of course, when I go to the Sonic movie, I, I, I agree when I put my ticket, you know, I put my money down for the ticket that I will be interested in what Sonic's interested in in this film. And if he's interested in being friends with this man and have this man essentially kind of be his dad, then, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Is he loathsome? No. Is he basically likable? Yeah, then yeah. fine. I'm. I will agree to root for this man, this human, this normal human man, to become Sonic the Hedgehog's father. <laughs> Two hours. Oh, they should have called him Chuck. The what, uh. one of the things I don't quite understand. Um, th- so I'm in the I'm in the position now where I'm basically quite enjoyed what we had Mm. but I'm very interested in why we had it I want to know where all the decisions came from Mm. and in the case of you know slotting into that formula it's because that's cheap right that's the reason it is yeah Um, though not as cheap as they intended it to be obviously (laughs) no what I am interested in is is like uh, let's say so if I'm the executive who makes the execrable decision to (laughs) slot Sonic the Hedgehog into this formula I'm Hang on, sure. Dave, just before yeah. you carry on with that thought, yeah. you called this an execrable decision. <laughs> yeah. But but as if we've established that we're not interested in a movie about Rouge the Bat and Silver the Hedgehog, that bees in, that's a cartoon yeah. movie in Sonic's world, and you also consider it an execrable decision to send him to Earth and put yeah. him through the motions of that, which is all it could ever have been yeah. if there was a Sonic goes to Earth movie. What it what is it then? What's your Sonic yeah. movie? Well, I'm I'm fairly convinced I don't want one. Fair enough. Um, Good answer. My Sonic movie is the Mania shorts directed by Tyson Hess, but movie length. That's what I want. That doesn't. There's, Fair there's no real. I can't make any great argument that that's something that would do well in cinemas. Yeah. But um, no, no. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Good it's, answer, though. Well, it, it is. Yeah, it's. It could simply be that I shouldn't have gone to see the film, but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's what I mean by I felt. I felt tricked into watching a film. <laughs> Because of course I had to go and see the Sonic movie, no matter what it was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would have sure. been yeah. annoyed no matter what it was, probably. But like, so I'm, I am, you know, ple- like I say, pleasantly surprised and sort of grateful that it was as good as it was, and yeah. that I had as good a time as I did. But they at least attempted to make a good version of this mm. horrible thing. Yeah, right. It's like if someone really beautifully painted their nails before poking me in the eye for a <laughs> night. It's like, thanks, you did really well at the thing I hate. I mean. <laughs> It's not Detective Pikachu. It's not a film no. that I feel has been made with that level of love or reverence. It's been made with a reasonable amount of respect, I think. 
but mm. it doesn't mm. feel like it's drowning in 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 the love for the the, That's, the source okay. material. Mm. Detective Pikachu is is good to bring up. I haven't seen it, no, but I understand generally that it's enjoyed by people. Yes, and that it is really quite close in formula to this, but mm. just with the extra tweak that they have allowed that the world is a bit different now. Yeah, I don't know that you could do that in this film without upending the whole concept yeah. and having to set it on some mad sonic planet, which we've yeah. established wouldn't work. But with the existence of Detective Pikachu, doesn't that prove it? Something can be done to make it not just another James Marsden vehicle but, generic film. No, but the thing about Detective Pikachu is it's a Smurfs or something. It's a world where humans inherently exist, and 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 the yeah. creatures are in fact the sidekicks to the humans. It's always the mm-hmm. humans who drive the stories in Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, Pokemon has a much better defined world yeah. than in the public imagination yeah. Yeah. than yeah. Sonic has. Like yeah. everyone, even a casual guy off the street type knowledge of Pokemon, they know about the cartoon yeah. and they know about the fact that yeah, like the Pokemon world is it looks like our world, but there's loads of Pokemon everywhere. And admittedly, yeah, they. I think the reason we we're all as grateful as we were for Detective Pikachu, which. If I'm quite honest, I wouldn't actually say qualitatively is that much better. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, than it's the got Sonic a, yeah. movie. But the reason we were all so grateful for it is because it would have been much, oh, much it been easier so and much cheaper worse. if they had done this to yeah. it. If a kid had found a cave where uh, five Pokemon, five Pokemon yeah. are there, yeah. five like Pikachu and Charmander yeah. and. Last yeah. toys or whatever are all there, and, and then one they've just made up for this film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is probably I, I like always... a sexy lady one. Or <laughs> the thing I always uh, said about Detective Pikachu, Johan, you might remember me saying it was they made the perfect choice basing it on the Detective Pikachu game yeah. because mm-hmm. in a world where that game did not already exist to prove that concept could have been yeah. done well, there is a non-zero chance that. That's somehow what they would have done with it yeah. anyway, in a Mario Brothers style where they take the, yeah. the root idea of the thing and yeah. paste some weird premise over the top of it. Yeah. Uh, it's a non-zero chance Detective Pikachu could have happened even if there wasn't a game that they could yeah. have based it on. Um, Agreed. And it, and it worked out well because there was. Uh, but as you say, I don't think it's that much better than Sonic. I don't think it was the proof that you can just do a Pokemon movie. I think what mm. worked about it only worked because that non-standard Pokemon framework existed already. I don't think you can yeah. just bust out a sequel that's now Pokemon tournament fighting and have mm. everybody accept it. I don't think you can. They could. They could. I have a pitch for that, but I, it might not be for this podcast. I feel like I've heard that they are. Oh, I mean, then maybe we're going to a sequel, but I don't know. Like yeah, that. that's the thing. You can make a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard, whether correctly or not, that mm. they are now making a Pokemon film that's just a Pokemon film. I hope they do. It'd be nice. I mean, like, if I think the only reason we haven't they haven't already done that is because it didn't do as well as people were expecting it because they released no. it, like, right under Avengers Endgame. Oh, no, uh, yes. Which, which is why the Sonic movie has done actually quite well, mm. because they... The delay to yeah. the Sonic movie release date pushed it out of a very competitive slot into a completely uncompetitive slot, yeah. where it's now doing quite well. Yeah. Because, you know, they just released it at the right time when they didn't release Detective Pikachu at the right time. Yeah. Um, but to return to the point that Chris is making, 
Uh, yeah, I agree. Just because you did Detective Pikachu like that, I don't think you could just... I Again, it, it, it turns... It, it's once again putting the question back to you. Mm-hmm. What is the Sonic... What do you envisage the Sonic version of yeah. the Detective Pikachu? No, I haven't got one. I don't... I can't imagine what it is. I, 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 I compared it only because... Not because of the specifics of, oh, it's set in a world where blah, 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 but just because it's someone taking a, a similar idea, which is the humans and CG thing coexist to save money yeah. film format, and doing something sufficiently different with it mm. that it doesn't feel like it's one of those. Yeah. and Because we didn't think to put it on the list, but it is see, one. See, but you insist that it's to save money. I insist that it's to make a film normal people might see. And not yeah. people who are There's just a, yeah, fans okay. of the premise. Like, I, I, yeah, I, see, I think that that is the. I think that's half the reason. I think the money is. It helps that it saves money. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that. I think that reason might be the explanation rather than the reason, but it, it is true either yeah. way. <laughs> it's just because yeah, like even even the part of the um, even the part of the film that is set in the world of Sonic, like you say. It's not a version of Sonic that we recognise no. that much. No, no, no. Because... It's just brought it. We see just little of it enough to to, to not annoy me. But I like first of all, <laughs> the echidnas pop up, and I'm like, oh, cool, echidnas. Yeah. But then we yeah. see. Actually, no, we saw Longclaw first, didn't we? Yeah. And I gotta tell you, my first reaction mm. was, ah, f- it's blank the animal. They, <laughs> they couldn't help themselves. Like, the like every piece of Sonic Media, they yeah. had to have their own blank the animal, brand new <laughs> character stuck into it. Well, you're right. I can't deny that. And uh, it wasn't until I then remembered, no, they were talking about the aisle. It wasn't <laughs> until I then remembered that... Our canon, yeah. British canon, the the uh, the uh, the old uh, Sega of America backstory, did have a young orphan Sonic first found by a wise old owl, <laughs> which is amazing to me, isn't it? Though, yeah. how has that happened? It's definitely a coincidence. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, no yeah. way the makes of this film Red Stay Sonic. We well, it's not. It's not just from Stay Sonic. It's got to be from the Bible. I've not seen any it's evidence from of that. The Bible. The Sonic Bible. Oh, the Sonic Bible. They wrote, they wrote this. They wrote a series Bible, and okay. that was translated into a book that we had. So and this Sonic... wasn't foretold in the Book of Revelation. <laughs> Thou shalt have no gods before Sonic. <laughs> yeah, we, no, you have said that before. Yep. You say that too much. <laughs> yeah, that's twice, twice now, and that's too, too many. Much. <laughs> yeah, it's a total coincidence. But uh, look, I uh, that I guess that is where I'm definitely affected by my baggage, which yeah. is that. You know, in the 90s, me and Abby, when we were planning our fan comics, which yeah. some of which we did release, yeah. we had a design down for Sophocles the Owl, and yeah. uh, Abby drew a uh, blind in Sophocles. She made it look <laughs> really good. Um, so I quite liked Longclaw. Yeah. Um, although I liked Longclaw, what I didn't... By the way, it doesn't matter, but there are going to be spoilers in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. There aren't in the film, but there will be in this podcast. <laughs> yes. um, they kill off Longclaw, and, or, or apparently... But does she definitely die? I suppose it isn't no. definite, but that's that's Not the impression definitely. you get. She's the implication. by knuckles. Yes, and the if they if they bring her back next film, it'll be fine. But in this film, the implication is that she's done for. Yeah. And um, that uh, I, I mean, th- I'd rather never see her again. It's <laughs> all the same to you because I don't need reminding of of weird, dumb original Sonic characters. Maybe you have enough to work with as it is. Come Whereas on. I was disappointed. I like that. They're making a Sonic movie. They have to have an OC in it. You've got, you've got to let them have it. They had James Marsden. 
Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, I wasn't saying anything important. Um, oh. I was just saying I did quite like the owl, so I was it sort of I was like, oh, this is promising. Where's this going? And then oh, of course that's where it's going. It's Paddington. It's all these flipping films. There's yeah. one. Um, it's it, the 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 surrogate parent has to die immediately, yeah. and we have to watch that because that's how films have to start now. This is one of the reasons I I didn't get along with Paddington, even though everyone in the world did. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotta watch the parent die. So we had that at first, and that disappointed me. I would mm. have been happy to have Long Claw drop in now and then throughout the film to give a couple of Link's Awakening style. I was literally going to say, but then you're making a Zelda film by accident. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean, why not? Because it's the Sonic. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's in it. You know, what? Sonic so, can be in it. Yoshi's in Link's Awakening, so oh, I Sonic. See. Right. So Link's Awakening can be in Sonic. That's my <laughs> words. Chris. Expanded universe theory. <laughs> Your Smash Brothers expanded universe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw uh, Ken Penders wondering aloud on Twitter oh. if uh, he was the reason the film <laughs> had to include Longclaw because it couldn't include Sonic's parents because he invented them. Oh my god, and he did like, really. God, Ken, you really are up your own hole, aren't you? The <laughs> film didn't include Sonic's parents because it's fundamentally a terrible idea that no other piece <laughs> of Sonic media has ever done. With that said, though, I didn't I, I, like, this is literally me asking. Uh-huh. I thought Ken Penders invented the whole Echidna tribe thing. Well, no, that... No? The, the characters, I think, it would be the case yeah. that nobody okay. could use the characters, but, like, the idea that Knuckles is from a tribe of Echidnas is is, is a game That was thing. baked right in. Like, it, is it? Okay. Well, originally he was the last of his... And then what? People tribe. Yeah. The the translation yeah. isn't exact. But then by 1999, he had a whole tribe. You know that was already right, done. Yeah. But but, yeah. but Ken had already brought them in by that time. So okay. it's because because it's, it's the most obvious thing to do in the whole wide world. Well, yeah, because because his aren't a tribe. His are like an advanced techno civilization yes. who moved their island out of phase with reality, so that they would not be worried <laughs> by the troubles of man. You know. Yeah. But it's always been that Knuckles was the last echidna. Right. So which. Immediately yeah. begs the question. Okay, what are the rest of the echidnas? So yes. everyone invented echidnas. Okay, but yes, yeah. I think Ken may have been the first one to get that done first in an official capacity. So can we say, a, you know, for definite or not, whether one of those echidnas was Lara Sue or whatever? No, definitely not. <laughs> okay, but I think the point that I was going to say about that opening sequence, yeah, is yeah, as we say. There is this stuff like the long claw thing, um, throwing off the idea that even that bit where it's like, Mm. here you go, here's your classic Sonic bit, is still not very specific. No, it's not. that's that's what it is. That's what that's where the sort of punch was for me. It wasn't. Uh, I'm I'm being hyperbolic when I complain about Blank the Animal, but it was that. It was here's here's the Green Hill Zone. Here's the loops. Yeah. Here's the crumblers. Here's everything you remember. Here's something you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked that that made it more generic rather than anchoring it in a specific. You know, like oh, right. a yeah, specific because yeah. ver- obviously the Green Hill Zone. Yeah. That's a concept that yeah. exists in multiple yeah. different versions of Sonic, and I think it yeah. means something different in any given in, in like y- you guys reading STC, you perceive the Green Hill Zone differently from how a player of I don't know Sonic Adventure would perceive what the Green yeah. Hill Zone is and what it represents. So yeah. I like that by introducing Longclaw into it, it just makes it kind of like. It's kind of everyone and nobody's Green Hill Zone. Yeah. It's fine. Like they don't even say it's Mobius, do they? No, no, so, no they, they can't. 
They can't. As I understand it, no. Oh, right, okay. Well, I don't know that they, they can't. I mean, but, but Camp Anders doesn't know that. <laughs> so. No, as I, I, I could well, I could well be wrong about it, but I, I think that's one of the things Sega tries to stop doing. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Like they, they wouldn't. It's not that they legally yeah. can't. Yeah, but they, yeah. they wouldn't. Um, Do they just never use that anymore, Mobius? Oh, yeah, Mobius no, doesn't uh, exist. Sonic's World. That's just what they call it. And yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. Earth. Yeah. With that said, though, have they? When was the last time they properly, full throatedly used Doctor Robotnik? 1999 as a name yeah, yeah. He, he was still Robotnik in Adventure and then he transitioned him for Adventure 2 well do you know yeah. actually Johan there's an interesting story behind that yeah okay. he, so you, as I'm sure you know he was always Dr. Eggman in Japan yes. he was Dr. Robotnik in the West it's a Bowser Coop, King Cooper yeah, song it's exactly yeah. that yeah. and then in, exactly. in Sonic Adventure officially in Japan he is called Dr. Robotnik but everyone calls him Eggman in yeah. Sonic Adventure 1 I believe yeah in Sonic Adventure yeah, Two, they've transitioned to him just being called Doctor Eggman, and they never call him Robotnik ever again. Yeah. But in Sonic Adventure Two, his granddad is called Gerald Robotnik. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> well, Doctor Doctor Robotnik is his real name. Yeah. And and Doctor Eggman is his alias. Yeah. And that's kind of been the yeah the the setup ever. Yeah. Since. They'll still put that now on character profiles and stuff, won't they? I yeah, think. you'll yeah. still hear it. Although I mean, I remember like like Sonic Boom. Uh, talked as if Eggman was his real name. I remember the first episode, you know, where Sonic's jokingly calling him Egghead, mm-hmm. and Egg- Eggman is correcting him. And I'm like, Yeah, wait, what? Yeah. But it's not it. What, it's not your name. It's your <laughs> alias. So it's like it's it's the uh, yeah. I I don't know if the idea was that Eggman was a nickname Sonic gave him originally, or I think it's like maybe, I think it was maybe, supposed but, to be, but yeah. But he, he's been Eggman for. 20 yeah. years now so that's his yeah. name but that's my point yeah. The yeah. Fact that's that... why it's so great this one yeah. didn't do it yeah, that's, that's why it was exactly so great that. we got Dr. Robotnik <laughs> they didn't they didn't say his first name did they no, no they didn't. we were listening we were waiting but they didn't. very closely <laughs> <laughs> but my point there is you say they don't they can't use Mobius but I kind of thought that they were, in some level, officially yeah. barred by, you know, the Sega kind of canon gods mm-hmm. from saying Robotnik these days. Mm. So uh, I guess I, it's I, not I as strict. I, but, yeah. I, I can't justify why, but I've mm. never thought of that as being as stringent as them not as them not saying Mobius anymore. Okay. But I can't well, just because they, they keep calling him Robotnik in character profiles. Sonic yeah. uh, Sonic Generations they call right, him Robotnik okay, even yeah. in it. The, the, at the end when the two Robotniks of past or the two Eggmen of past <laughs> and present uh, come together, you know, t- the the cockpit opens and reveals that Sixteen bit Doctor Robotnik has teamed up with Doctor Eggman, and Tails looks at him and he goes, Doctor Robotnik, and Robotnik goes, Nobody calls me that anymore. <sighs> Yeah, so they they acknowledge it all the time by yeah. acknowledging they don't do it anymore. They constantly right. yeah, do it. Basically. <laughs> Whereas, no, they've ne- they just don't say the name of the planet ever yeah. if they can avoid it, and if they can't, it's a. So, this seems like a good opportunity to because we've been we've been talking around yep. all of the actual Sonic things. Yes, because there's not a pile going on <laughs> in film to talk about. <laughs> but I'm surprised we're getting a podcast out of this. <laughs> Oh, look, I'm here. Set we can off. get a podcast out anything. Don't you worry about that. We should talk yeah. about the Sonic stuff. Yeah. The stuff that is from Sonic. Right. Because, hey, look, let's start with Dr. Robotnik. Okay. 
Because... Yeah, we, we haven't actually talked about him, that's fair. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, because I, I still struggled, actually, to register him as a thing from Sonic. Yeah. Because it's... Sure, yeah. I mean, until the end, which we can come yeah. to, mm-hmm. but until the end, he's not... He's still... He Jim Carrey is still not being the character from the game, and you're mm-hmm. not feeling like, oh, I'm watching the character from the game come to life. In the way yeah. that, you know, you do get that with Sonic. Oh, yeah. But, like... Well, I, I mean, my feel... That actually... Not to, like, jump to the end, mm-hmm. but that kind of sums up my whole impression of the film. Mm-hmm. In yeah. that I don't feel I've seen Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Yeah. I feel like I've seen a movie... Starring Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. But I, I, don't, I would say, though, that it does palpably star Sonic the Hedgehog. It does. It does. It, that cannot be argued. <laughs> yeah. It is there. But, I mean, it stars a character who I 100% acknowledge and recognize. You identify as yeah. Sonic the as Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. But in the, in the way that I wouldn't necessarily identify the character mm. that Jim Carrey plays as yeah. the sure. Doctor Robotic. Well, he's, he's doing... Two things at once. Firstly, he is being Jim Carrey to the extent that very to, much. Yeah, so. to the extent that I've been calling him James Marsden all the way through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah, that was that was Jim Carrey. Yeah, and it was weird whenever anyone said Robotnik. Yeah, we laughed yeah. every time. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> Doctor Robotnik. Like, and that was a, that was a, a pleasurable laugh. Yeah, yeah. I was glad to hear it. Yeah. Um, but when he said, "My name is Doctor Robotnik," and, yeah. on the doorstep, that was like a, a good good laugh. Because it's oh also yeah, a slightly dissociative experience. Yeah, because well. he's Jim Carrey. The other thing he's being is Gargamel from the Smurfs movie. That's the mm-hmm. act that he's playing. Yeah, and so like, or rather, you know, it's just the same sort of over-the-top villain that it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. Gargamel isn't like that in yeah, the Smurfs. No. Um, so that's just he's playing the villain out of. It's almost we're coming close to having like a Hollywood equivalent of pantomime. Yeah, where yeah, like that's right. what the villain is like. He's and, Widow Twanky. Essentially. Yeah, and then yeah, like, but but that is the same thing as being Jim Carrey. Yes, yeah, yes. that's true. So yeah. it's kind of impossible to separate those. Things. Yeah, he was perfect to play the part of the the person who is like that because yeah. he's one of the best there's ever been at playing that, and I. And 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 as someone who you know was what twelve when the mask came out yeah. or whoever it was, thirteen whatever, I loved it. I yeah. I had a great time watching that. Interestingly, uh, Ewan, our youth correspondent on yeah. Serious Disney, got nothing from him. <laughs> Total yeah. blank from yeah. Jim Carrey because he's it's he knows him from Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, right. And yeah. Yeah. and like he doesn't have that that sort yeah. of fondness of nineties wacky Jim Carrey. So he just didn't. He had no experience watching yeah. that at all, the yeah. way he tells it. So, um, but he didn't hate it? Um, he didn't. He wasn't as strong as that, but he said there was nothing for me I going see. on during that. So that that may be a case of simply remembering Jim Carrey and going, oh yeah, that makes sense to us. And yeah. that, again, yeah. so there, this is, what, this is an example of what I was talking uh-huh. about. Every time I'm enjoying Jim Carrey, at the same time, I'm thinking... Yeah, but I know why he's here. It's because they've gone, okay, well, uh, what year did Sonic uh, hit (laughs) these sales figures? Okay, the people who are going to bring their kids to this are roughly just under 40. Jim Carrey. That's why he was there. And so this is what I meant when we were going in, Chris. When when we were going in, Jan was like, why don't you seem more excited than you are? (laughs) And and I just said, because I know too much. (laughs) And, And I didn't mean about... The contents of the film I meant about the life. Yeah. yeah, about I've seen too much, man. Yeah, about this about the 
cynical, and I don't necessarily mean that as a, as a negative because yeah. I just mean it to describe the you mean business calculated. end. Calculated. Okay, yeah, yeah. The calculated mm. decisions that have led to everything in it that I did like. Yeah, and and unfortunately, I was quite often aware of them even as I was enjoying it. I mean, now, now that's funny because now I was as I was watching the film. You could you could point out the things that they put in there, like the fact that they were watching Speed yeah. and the Naked Gun, yeah, and referencing ZZ Top. But at the same time, it also didn't go as far as you might have expected it to. You uh, yeah. know, it, mm. they felt they felt incongruous rather than part of a bit. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like it was trying to actually be a 90s nostalgia piece in yeah, any yeah, regard. Yeah. It just had these weird sort of scattershot things dropped in in a few spots. Yeah, they it, could have set it in the 90s if they'd have wanted mm, them to. If they'd wanted yeah. to, they could have. I mean, I don't I don't think that's a good idea. But, but that would have been, again, that would have been even more calculated in a sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, with that, like I say, though, and this, is, this kind of cuts across everything I think about this film. Yes, the decision is calculated, but then they actually pay attention mm-hmm. To do it well. Yeah. Once they've decided that this is the cynical, um, expedient thing to do. It's like, yeah, but we're also going to do a good job of it to the best of our ability. Yeah, and they did. And they did. And Jim Carrey is like an absolute um, case in point there. Because what he is doing, to my eyes, Mm -hmm. is a a quite astounding feat of resurrection. Yeah. I didn't think that that Jim Carrey existed anymore, to be honest. yeah, yeah. And when I, I saw agree. it in the trailer, I was like, is this going to be the sort of embarrassing old yeah. guy trying to revive yeah. something that he did in the 90s but can't really do it anymore mm. and we're kind of just grimacing our way through it, trying our best to be happy to see that he's attempting it even though he's yeah. really only pulling it off to about 60% at most. But no, yeah. no, not at all. No. Not in the slightest. It's like... There's like no time had passed at all. Literally none. Mm-hmm. I can't even understand how he moves like no. that. He's almost 60. Yeah, you're right. He is too old to be able to do it, but he can do it. Yeah. I gotta tell you, though, again, he, it did start to lose me a bit in, like, the extended dance number, where I was like, all right, just get, get, get past this. Come on. Back no, to the I was you know fine what? with it. Totally you know fine what? with it. I was fine with that as well. <laughs> and I'm... Oh, well, you know, I'm very difficult to please when it comes to random dance numbers in my film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I... But it was because I was going like, wow, look mm-hmm. at him go. Yeah. He can still do Cuban Pete or yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and the thing that Carey has is that he inherently brings with him something that the rest of the film sorely lacks, which yeah. is a certain unexpectedness to mm. the way he performs comedically. Yes. Yeah. Because I thought the film was moderately funny. Mm-hmm. I thought it would, like I said, that. The good nature of it carried me through. Yeah. It gave me th- goodwill towards a lot of punchlines that I wouldn't have laughed yeah. at in a film I was enjoying less otherwise. Yes, yeah. But Carrie, sure. he knows how to sort of throw you a curveball mm. with the way he delivers a line or the way he pulls an expression or whatever. Like, the single biggest laugh I got out the entire film is just a, what I found a completely unexpected, the completely unexpected moment where... I can't even know what's happening, but he just punches his henchman in the throat. <laughs> like, for reasons that I can't remember, but it really caught me off guard yeah. and really made me laugh. Yeah. Like, really just goes full in the throat, punches him. And, yeah, like I say, I mean, it's a fairly basic thing. 
it's not you know, I can't say that, oh, wow, they, they meticulously constructed <laughs> this this comedic uh, scenario that's so inherent to Sonic the Hedgehog. No, Jim Carrey punched a man in the throat. I actually don't even do remember that. So. No, neither do I. I'm looking yeah. forward to, to when I do see it again. There's just a timing to it that Jim yeah. Carrey understands. Yeah. And he understands that timing is everything. And he understands how to time it exactly at the moment you're expecting it and how to do it exactly at the moment you're not. Yeah. He is very good in it. I genuinely think he's very good in it. And like I say, that to me is emblematic of what the film is good at. Uh-huh. Committing to what it's yeah. cynically decided to do <laughs> and, deci- and and saying like, well, look, just because we've constructed this cynically, it doesn't mean we don't have to try. We, why not try? Yeah. You know? And they found, you know, they found a, a place for Robotnik where they could... He wasn't just, you know, some some government contractor who was doing it to do a job. You know, they, yeah. they did they did find they find they find a place to attach the idea that he has detached himself from the human world and we yeah. see it all replaced with robots. Yeah, they are controllable and understandable, and uh, and uh, and that's you know that's Doctor Robotnik. I I, I, yeah. I see where they you know I recognize that as an attribute yeah. of Doctor Robotnik. And mm-hmm. I actually I appreciated quite a lot. More than I thought I was going to, because I thought it was just going to come across as a belated Easter egg reference to something that they that if they had been more courageous, they would have done all along. Okay. But the scene at the end where he's fully Dr. Yeah. Robotnik now, yeah. I actually felt like, you know what, I have been on a journey with this character. <laughs> yeah. And I have actually seen yeah. how a man who wasn't initially Dr. Robotnik <laughs> from Sonic the Hedgehog, has, has become him. Yeah. And yeah. I, I I don't know if this is just me imagining it, but I kind of feel like he was doing the voice by the end yes, of the Yes, no, I was about <laughs> yeah. to say, he definitely felt like he was uh, bringing a bit of that, yeah, that, that, that there was a sort of a gruffer sort of yeah. wilder tone to it. I thought so. And, and I mean, we saw that scene... In the trailer, yeah. yes. however long ago, and you and I both immediately leapt to yeah. the yeah. correct as a oh, turned yeah. out conclusion. Well, we, we thought mid credits, but yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. they, they pushed it up. <laughs> um, but rather than it being one of those things where, uh, you know, one of those situations where it's like, right, you sat through this, uh-huh. here's the tease for the sequel we'll probably never make, where it would be the actual thing that you actually, actually wanted made this it. time, yeah. But it didn't actually come off like that. No, I don't no. think so. You know, I felt more like I'd seen the origin story yeah. of Dr. Robotnik versus Sonic. Yeah, yeah, I was satisfied with that. And the, by the end of it, it's like, oh yeah, no, no, that, in, in, in for the first time, I do recognize that as Dr. Robotnik from mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. And I actually now understand how we got to that yeah, yeah, from yeah. the character that we initially yeah. had. And that, you know, is that an unnecessary journey to go on? Yes. Yeah. But was it an unpleasant journey to go on? I right. didn't think so. Exactly, yeah. I didn't think yeah. so at all, yeah. to be honest. Um, um, so I was like... I should admit that I did think that the actual mid credit sequence was exactly what you were talking about there, Chris. I compared it to the um, uh, the one at the end of the recent Power Rangers movie hmm. where they, they go, there's an empty seat with a green blazer on it, and they yeah, go, yeah. is Tommy here? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. And so I... I suspected we were getting tails in the credits for that. Oh yeah, for that no, I had reached that conclusion ahead yeah. of time. But that's 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 pro- that's what that's that's all that ever could have been in yeah. a good to yeah. do to do it good. That's all it ever could and should have been. Yeah. is that 
because Tails was in Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now we tease that Tails will be here for Sonic yep. 2. That's I mean, I didn't realise until some time afterwards that obviously Sonic can't know this Tails. No. I because... got the impression that Tails didn't... Yeah, that they weren't yeah, yeah. people who knew each they other. They knew yeah. of him, but they yeah. couldn't know each oh, other because right. Sonic's Which, lived his now, whole life on Earth. That, so that brings me to a question that I had about yeah. the... There were, there were some problems with the plot, straightforward though it seemed to be. Um, and one of them was so Tails has showed up at the end with his whatever he's got, his gadget, yeah, that thing, and yeah. he's gone. Oh, oh, it, 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 I found him. And that suddenly I remember that. Yeah, wait a minute. Wasn't the premise of this film that there was something inherently special about Sonic? That, pe- that yeah, wasn't the owl saying that like people are going to be after your Hunt power? Hunt you for your power. Yeah. 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 Well, they are. Yeah. That's but, what uh, the echidnas were doing. Then right. out by the rest of the. But I don't know right. what power it was was it the running was it the exploding was oh it my the god day of it was the f- blue speed energy lightning sonic has superpowers and he has the uh, yes. this is a this is an ongoing problem that me and chris have that uh, okay. i just don't think that sonic in like old sonic yeah. could do things like lightning magic but chris mm. does sonic for some reason has- Sonic <laughs> has flash powers. Those are the powers. The running and the lightning are the same thing. Now, do you know uh, this? And, and we joke, but this genuinely actually does. Yeah, we are. We are is, kidding. Yeah, but, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this may actually be a, a difference in our uh, in in how we enjoyed the film because I don't know about the Flash. That's something I've never read, viewed. I do, I know nothing about the Flash. So when I watched, but I get the impression that some of the stuff that he was doing here was, as you just said, flash powers. And watching this film, I, I didn't see anything I recognised as Sonic's powers at all. I kind, I'm inclined to agree with that, as, but I have less exposure to Sonic yeah. than maybe you guys do. Because what I saw in this film was a a speed superhero, and that's close enough, like I accept it, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was... For some reason, it sets off these big lightning explosions, and it's to do with glowing, and it's to do with... And also, he can... Right, so Quicksilver. Let's talk about that. Yeah, the Quicksilver yeah. bit. There were yeah. two instances of yeah. very quick, derivative, very derivative, and there were two of them. And we said this uh, yeah. on the way out. And I agree on the second one. I thought was great and fine, and the first one in the bar, I th- just thought was wrong. Yeah. Well, as I say, I had, I had the film had kind of lost me right, right. in the bar anyway. Well, so, yeah. So the fact that it was the first, I, I think it was more a case of perhaps they they felt they needed to set up the idea. Well, to I bring think it so back for the finale, but, but to, they set it up wrong. Yeah. To extrapolate, yeah. what we mean is that the yeah. second time Sonic uses his uh, Quicksilver scene powers, yeah, the camera is with Sonic. So he's so yeah. fast at everything that we can see the world around him moving at ultra slow motion. The, you know, R- Robotnik's finger is still mo- going towards things the button. Things are still moving. Things are still moving. But in the bar, he literally just paused time to the extent that he could stand still and look around him and time was paused. Yeah. And- well, they cheat even within the confines of that scene as well because, mm-hmm. like, the whole point of that as a visual device yeah. is it's not that he's stopped time. It's mm. that he's moving so fast that we can see things now progressing yeah. at the if speed. If we slow the film down yeah. to match what Sonic is doing, make that look like it's at normal speed. Yeah. Everything else seems a little bit slow. Everything around him we is really slow. We can now see how fast he perceives things. Yeah. But yeah. A, as you said, everything is stopped. Yeah. It's not moving slowly yeah. in the way of the second scene or even of the Quicksilver scenes in mm. the X-Men no. movies. Yeah. That stuff is still moving mm. in those scenes. The thing that really bugged me <laughs> is 
there's the part, the part where he toilet paper, he wraps the guy up in toilet paper. And even within the slowed down scene, he does that at super speed. <laughs> so it's like fair, fair, yeah. I didn't so he goes yet. like woof, 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 woof yeah. around them. And yeah, right, and it's yeah. like, look, I'm sorry. I know you gotta go fast, but that is too fast. You've gone too fast, Sonic. That man is dead. That man's skin will set on fire. Like he's murdered that guy. Like you can't go that fast. I'm sorry. That's Sonic. Stupid. You can't go that fast. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? I know, I completely agree. And that's not what Sonic does, right? No. That's just no. never what Sonic no. does. No, it's a, I get depicting what Sonic does that way in the yeah. way that, you know, before Adventures of Sonic, he never yeah. turned into a buzzsaw in the air, and I, I accept that. Yeah. But you got to do it well. Yeah. <laughs> and they did it well the second time. Yeah. And it, the first time, it just seemed as if they'd watched that scene in that other film yeah, yeah. and yeah. missed the point. And then over-egged it. And, yeah. 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 Whereas, yeah the, whereas the second version was put together by someone who'd seen that scene and did get the point. Yeah. <laughs> like... To be jarred with my sense of... I mean, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I know much less than you, but I guess I don't see Sonic necessarily. Like, obviously he'd have quick reactions and all that, and he'd be able to sort of perceive things as they come, you know, quicker than most. But I guess I don't see him as a sort of, like, in that quicksilver sense of, like, he can zone in and tune into this hyperspeed dimension... No, I'd say that's fair. I can't Mm. say I've ever really thought of him as doing it. It didn't take me out of the film to see him do it, because I'm like, yeah, that's a cinematic representation of super speed, but it's not something I would, you know, include on my mental list of Sonic Not Sonic super speed. I see Sonic super speed in the same way I see it in the video game. He's a character of momentum. The speed. Well, the this pa- is where me and Chris differ. That yes, I think of him as just an endurance sprinter who's ridiculously fast. But no, but 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 Jan, what, what I think maybe what you meant is that his speed is only in effect when he is in motion, so to speak. In a sense, but the, also the power of his speed just comes from his ability to sort of like basically become a pinball. Like he's so fast that suddenly he just he can then harness momentum to sort of create whatever effect he wants whether that's setting things on fire you know setting the ground on fire behind him turning sand into glass yeah turning sand into glass smashing through a wall or whatever and it's 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 a much more uncontrolled chaotic type of speed power that's just about as opposed to what as opposed to that type of thing where it's like you're moving so fast that you can go through your environment and precisely move things. Mm, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see Sonic as a precise going through a bar and individually no, moving I, people's I, I hair around with or that. whatever. Yeah, this I is the first time a, it's like, been done like that. He would pinball around that bar yeah. and smash the whole yeah. thing to pieces with yeah. his spiky body. That's fair. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I agree that that's not the sort of way I would imagine mm. Sonic using his power. Sure, but yeah. but and they do stuff more like what I'm saying. Other parts, of yeah, it, like yeah. you know, during the car chase or the final <laughs> confrontation with, with, uh, with Robotnik. But those I was very things... surprised to see so much use of his curling up into a ball ability and and, and yeah. done well. Yeah, agreed. And I wanted more <laughs> well, yeah. curling up into a ball and, and whacking things. Yeah. To be honest, but, but it's been so long since I've seen Sonic do that in anything, including a game. That like, it's like, oh wow, yeah, that, I'm glad you remembered. He's that's why Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm glad they actually had a design that looks like it can curl into a yeah. ball. But, yeah. But... Oh, what? I wonder what that would have looked like before, yeah. Well, we saw it in the well, trailer. He, he, it looks good. He did have a very big, big arc. Pompadour-like arc. Do you know what? I, w- I want to know what Tails would have looked like. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I... But one thing that I have heard someone bring up, and I think this might have been on um, a show called Hate, which is a podcast a friend does. Um, they did yeah. a Sonic episode. They theorized that Longclaw is still the original design to fit in yeah, with the realistic. That yeah, yeah. That, that, that strikes that. As me as reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually wonder about the tail scene. I don't think it was in before this. Exactly. No. Maybe, maybe there was. I never. think Robotnik was the credit scene. Mm. Could be. Could be. Yeah. And once they decided to make Sonic look like Sonic... If this is going to look nice, now we can do cute. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like, like, when Tails turns up at the end, like, yeah, it's expected. But it's also like, oh, look, hmm. it's Tails. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it yeah. looks lovely. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, just like with the Sonic design, which we, we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. We, we haven't will. talked about Sonic yet, really. <laughs> no, we've not. But, um... I'm th- thoroughly satisfied with. Yeah, and but the, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think that Tails can turn up at all if they've not laid the groundwork properly with a yeah. version of Sonic that you like. Yeah, and that makes you feel like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, like, a what this creative team does with Tails yeah. visually, b what they do with his personality, and c how he is going to interact with this version of Sonic, who I already like. Mm. like if but isn't that predicated on you believing that studios didn't think the original version <laughs> that they had looked good enough to make a film out of, which I mean, they clearly did? I, su- I, 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 I don't know. I just can't imagine. I, I literally can't imagine <laughs> Tails... No, neither can I. I cannot. I've tried. But awful <laughs> taxidermy homunculus comes flying out of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, look. We've somehow danced around this for this long. Let's talk about Sonic. We've lost around this for long enough. Yes, we have. <laughs> I liked Sonic in the Sonic movie. I did. He was good in the Sonic movie. He seemed like, like a nice little man. In the Sonic movie, I quite liked Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was a lovely little fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And not just because yeah. not just the design. He was yeah. handled well. Yeah. yeah. He had enough of the attitude that I recognise as being Sonic. With uh, a level of vulnerability that uh, I personally, simply as a British fan or a player of the games, am not used to seeing out of Sonic. Yeah. But I feel like American audiences would be more used to. Oh, do you think so? You see, now this this so this leads me to my my negative about Sonic, I okay. suppose, which is that. Um, so I kind of I, I want to talk nicely about him a, a bit more because there's a slight negative, a slight slight. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I'll, I'll say it and we'll see what you think. Mm-hmm. So, I loved that in this, the uh, the little progression which I thought was ever so clever was that they're, they're making this film about this fast character that has been... There's loads of Sonic stuff for years and years, so what can we do that's uh, our take on that? Yeah. And I loved that what they came up with was, well, this guy can... He's so fast that he can be multiple people in scenarios. So he yeah, can play yeah. the baseball game with himself. Yeah. He can be his own counsellor. Things yeah. like that. He can be in conversation with himself. play table tennis with himself. And then that naturally leads... That is a brilliant vision, like film language depiction of loneliness. Yeah. So now we get yeah. to tell a story yeah, yeah. about this guy who's lonely. That's that's all brilliant. Um, so the small... And again, it really is small and it isn't about anything they did wrong. They, this was great. But when you're going to tell a story about loneliness, 
why do you do it with, far as I can think of, the most independent character IP in my <laughs> lifetime? Like, if you've paid for this thing where it's yeah. the guy who is defined by his not needing anyone else yeah. even even if you just look at like go back to the sprites he's always leaving tales behind yeah. is, the closest thing he has to a friend he he leaves behind all the time that yeah. is pure independence of spirit so it's, it's like they've never even listened to the lyrics of um, <laughs> oh, what's the song called i you'll you'll be delighted to know that even i can't remember what sonic's theme called please abby it doesn't yeah, matter. <laughs> exactly. It's like they've not even listened to the lyrics of It Doesn't Matter from Sonic Adventure. Like, oh, wait. Guess- sorry, no. I've just realised what Abby was trying to tell us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's sort of a, a deconst... In the same way that, for instance, Sonic the Comics' approach to the uh, independent cool guy was to have it be that he's actually a bit of a... Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a postmodern de- depiction of the idea of being. I mean, how many times have you seen in media the idea of the cool guy who's yeah. always, mm-hmm. you know, they're so cool, but in reality, he <laughs> just gonna... wants. A, he, he nobody sees the real him and yeah. just wants a chum, you know, it's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, the Sonic that they gave me, even though I actually do think it was quite a lot further away from what Sonic is than it perhaps appeared. Yeah. The fact that it appeared to be right is an achievement, and I think it was done really well. Yeah, yeah, like, I think so. I just I like that they got to what you would still recognise as the basic iconic Sonic personality from an infinitely more empathetic, yes, and tolerable place mm, than yeah. if they just made him Sonic. Yeah, no, like, yeah. God, imagine what trying yeah. to watch a film, an Alvin and the Chipmunks type film, yeah. starring. <laughs> normal sonic yeah so yeah sonic done without the deftness of nigel kitching yeah is the dreamworks face and that's for two hours yeah now sega yeah. the way that's yeah. Yeah. yeah now the way that sega have got round that recently uh, is that they have softened him and i don't yeah. think that would be appropriate and i don't think that's what they would do in this film yeah well um, i mean i go back to like the sort of late 90s early 2000s uh, Sonic as the wind always yeah. moving. So yeah. the stories are never really about him. Like Sonic X I think is, is, is it's the big point of comparison as the other famous story about Sonic coming to Earth and hanging out with people where so much of Sonic X is about everyone else doing something and Sonic running through a desert and showing up for the last act to beat whatever the threat is. Oh, he's the littlest that... Tobo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right, okay. He, I mean, not literally. He's not. He's not going from different. It's not different people in different oh, places. Oh, I see. Every right. episode. Not literally. The just, he just <laughs> doesn't. He doesn't involve himself yeah. with the plots. It's the human kid who's the POV character and essentially the main character of the show. Yeah. Um, while Sonic, literally, because he speeds on, leaves everything behind. He is the wind. Oh, I see. Uh, and, yeah, and that would be uh, that'd be infinitely more unbearable to me than yeah. an hour and a half of DreamWorks face. Yeah. Huh? Ooh, actually, now that I've said that sentence out loud, I'm not sure if it would be, but it <laughs> but would be as bad. Yeah. It would be as bad. Yeah. The thing that I'm amazed that they did with it, he's not smug at all. <laughs> yeah. And that, isn't that, is, that may be the first time I've, you can ever say that about yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. I think there are times when what is being performed by him is smugness, but you never go like, 
oh get lost i found that smug or yeah. whatever it's there yeah, is yeah, always yeah. a charming because they made him childlike they made yeah. him they made him younger yeah they have and it works brilliantly well and he just feels like a sort of an over exuberant kid who's yeah. like you know he's acting up because this is the first time he's ever spoken to people that he wants yeah. to be friends with and he's trying to impress them so there's always that even when he is doing pop culture lines and stuff like that it's, you know you get that real sense of like Oh yeah, you know, like I really wanted I always wanted to do this and now I'm just really pleased yeah. with the only reason I'm pleased with myself is because I've been living in a hole for ten years and I didn't even think I'd ever get to talk to anyone. And that's a much more sympathetic reason for someone to be flossing <laughs> than that they're just a dog. <laughs> Something that I like within that was um even though they they implicitly state that Sonic is a, air quotes, teenager in this because yeah. he's a young kid and then he spans a clear 10 years. It's a, the, the actual giving of the date 10 years is an effort to oh, give yeah. him a sort of age. Yeah. The film doesn't actually treat him as if he is a kid or a teenager. Yeah. The rest of the cast does not react to him as if he is a child. Yeah. He's a little blue dude and that's, that's all that he is. Yeah. He isn't infantilized or he isn't presented as like uh, needing to mature or learn anything in that regard. He just feels young. Yeah. It cuts back to what we've talked about on the podcast before about how <laughs> in Britain, certainly at least, the Sonic characters don't have real ages. Yeah. They just have ide- they are idealized concepts of age brackets or or, yes. or yeah. something like that you know whereas again in american media they insist on telling me sonic's a teenager <laughs> that's the thing this version of sonic i genuinely think that anyone who self-identifies in some way as young hmm. can look at sonic and see him as their age yeah you yeah. know what i mean well, that was always it yeah sonic was you Tails was your little brother. Yeah. And that that was it, actually. There was no... It was as simple, was as, simple as that. Robotnik was your teacher. You were, yeah, that was it. Yes, yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. You were the age that you were, and Sonic was 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 that, and Tails was your, your little buddy, your tag-along, your little brother. And, and was, Rouge the Bat was, yeah. like, the inappropriately sexy person who stole things from you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It does fall apart after a certain point, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't really... Yeah, because they don't... After that point, the expansion of the cast rendered it impossible to map ideas like that onto yeah. it anymore. And, and the addition... No, no, uh, not to get too deep into it, but the addition of narrative. Yes. Instead of the, Bad the, void, <laughs> the, the void that the world of the games yeah. existed in, yeah. um, in in the 16-bit era made it easy to, to impose ideas like that onto it. But they captured that sort of um, more um, self-identification version of Sonic hmm. here in a way that's like... Here, that's a point where I do. I will actually go as far as to say I think that character is intelligently written. Yep. I think yeah. they make smart decisions in yep. how to do that. Like above and beyond, like good for a film like this. It's like no, like a lot of people have taken cracks at Sonic the Hedgehog over the last thirty years or mm-hmm. whatever, and this is one of the better ones. Definitely, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, like, definitely. I mean, Chris, I remember you saying online uh, something that. Uh, you know, we'll put it to the floor, but I can't imagine the word anyone's going to disagree with. Ben Schwartz is the best Sonic voice. Oh, yeah, absolutely, un unquestioned. Yeah, like Jaleel White was was never right in my eyes, and every video game and anime voice actor who's ever performed Sonic always sounds like they're reading an ADR script, even when they're not. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, they asked. I have one 
small. Again, this this is like I said, everything I enjoyed. There was always one little thing. Yeah. I agree. I think Ben Schwartz is the best Sonic. I would I would love an animated Sonic with him and Jim Carrey doing his end of the film robotic voice. <laughs> yeah. That would be brilliant. My 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 small thing, which can be fixed in the sequel, is that it always Ben Schwartz felt like he was constricted within the script to me. He didn't feel like he had the same uh, the same looseness that I suppose that he's established on the press junket for this film hmm. um, and in other things I've seen or yeah. heard him in. He's, he yeah, always... it doesn't feel like there's any ad living. Apparently there was yeah. loads. He said was there was there? loads. Really? Yeah, he said he had lots of he had loads of scope on it. Wow, because no, it sounded the the form of delivery that he was giving sounded yeah. the most like. Someone in a booth somewhere reading their lines, overly I, scripted. I I did get that vibe you know, sometimes when Sonic, particularly when Sonic would be talking to himself, and it seemed yes, like very yeah. um, necessary narration to give information right. to the audience. Which I'm the, pretty the, sure yeah. I reckon a lot of that was done sort of later on in production. Mm, um, yeah, maybe not, and this could be my Super Mario Brothers fanboy in me speaking, <laughs> but like that's where I learned about ADR because that's yeah. a a film that is chock full of it because the story simply mm. didn't hang together <laughs> i kind of got that sense with this film i thought there was mm. a lot of moments where they someone just came up and said some information and i thought there was some odd editing in this film actually in general and i think it may be a bit of a, a bit of a it could cobbled be. cut i mean why wouldn't it exactly be, based yeah. on what we literally all know about the way and maybe that and maybe that is why i was sensitive to that maybe it's no different than normal films but yeah yeah so so ben schwartz love him do we not all want uh, like a bonus feature on the inevitable Blu-ray to be the hideous hog. Of course, 100%. absolutely, 100%. and I and I, I want to go the whole way. I want the what the original cut was supposed to be as well. Yeah. I know it wouldn't have been made, but like you know, find out as many notes as you can because I bet there are scenes that are a bit different because it will all have been the live action stuff would have been filmed, yeah. but the edit wouldn't have been done. So who knows what compromises were made to work around cuz i bet the original version was more about how hideous this thing is i bet that was Maybe. i bet that was no, the point no it wasn't no because again that implies that the studio didn't think <laughs> it was good no but no i think they did think it was good i think they think that's good smurfs i that the film where horrible little things come into a person's life hop and you and they go, yeah. oh, you horrible little thing, and that's where the comedy derives they from. They didn't talk about how horrible the Smurfs looked in the Smurfs. <laughs> no, they just Smurfs. They, you're like right there. They, they left that they out for me to say. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, was that, not that, that was just me. No, but do you know what I mean? Don't you think, looking at that original trailer, that that was the thrust of it? That it was like, ah, look at this. And then when they made him cute, I just think that some scenes would have had to have changed in some way, tonally somehow uh, maybe okay but uh, well uh, okay yes but i don't think any scenes where they were ah screaming at the sight of him uh. were because they specifically designed him to look hideous <laughs> to facilitate <laughs> scenes of that i i think they did but maybe that's just all i can possibly come up with to explain the little claws and his little horrible <laughs> yeah, hands little claws. The, uh, oh my God. his little teeth and the human teeth not enough is said about how similar the original bad Sonic face was to the Smurfs. Like that, the movie design of the Smurfs, very similar design aesthetic. Sonic had the edge on them because he had the also human proportioned body, sort of. Which Look, they okay, did. Like, I think you hate the live action Smurfs really more do. than most, most people, people yes. do, to be honest. Yep. Because they're just the Smurfs. 
but with just like realistic skin textures and eyes. Oh, they're and stuff. so They horrible. just don't look like cartoons, you yeah. know? Yeah. They're still very recognizably and non hideously the Smurfs. So you think but they're non hideous, those Smurfs? No, they're not pleasant to so look at. I think I agree they are hideous, but I think it's, it's only because of the addition of realistic yeah. skin. Yeah, textures. yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. They're yeah. not actively hideous in the way that Sonic was, yeah. where they were like, well, what if we tried to also make it look like a real animal? <laughs> and also a real human. <laughs> teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and calves. So, yeah, I, but I, I know. I'm not sure there is a he, Sonic is hideous cut of the film. <laughs> but, like, but. I do feel as though maybe things have changed, like, more than just the design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, one of the biggest tip-offs of that, or things that make me think that, is that um, Neil McDonough is... Oh, yeah, with his one scene. He's quite prominently... He's like that... He's the guy who, in Robotnik's first scene, Mm -hmm. the the guy who Dr. Robotnik's doing the whole... I'm in charge. Oh, yeah. Yes. Weird that he wasn't really set up to be the in-charge person before that so that Robotnik could be undermining that. But he was quite prominently billed in the cast. Like, he was like, I don't know, fourth thing. Like, he was one of the the above-the-line billing people. That does happen in films from time to time. Actually, films like this, too, quite often, where somebody who they've... They've basically roped them in, and they they only have a very small part, but they still somehow wind up uh, uh, on the like the top billing block anyway. I literally can't imagine why they would cast because he's. I mean, you know, he's not a world. You know, I'm, no, cr- crowds of people is a working actor. Yeah, cr- crowds yeah. of people aren't like swarming out to see the next new Neil, Neil McDonough McDonough vehicle. Film. No, but he, but he's somebody you recognize. Person who people would recognize mm-hmm. as like, oh, that guy. He's a that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Why I can't see why you'd cast him for that one bit where he just it, needs it, to... It is random. Like, I can't imagine there isn't a version where he had a bigger role, yeah. for example. And who knows what whether his bigger role as military guy would have portended a larger role for that side of the story. I don't yeah. know. Like, mm. it's hard to know. Um, it's just... He was the one who just seemed like a loose thread from a different version of the film. Yeah. I don't know. He's not a big enough guy to be like, hey, it's a cameo scene from celebrated actor Neil McDonough <laughs> yeah. Muppet style or something. Exactly. <laughs> but, exactly, but, yeah. yeah. Like, similarly, like, I don't think Gary Chalk <laughs> is in that one scene as some sort of callback to the fact no. that he was in previous Sonic series. I think they filmed it in Canada. And if you film something in Canada, <laughs> Gary Jock's going to wander on the set eventually. He's just in everything that they do up there. And in, in roles exactly, exactly like that. Exactly. He is, he is a, a classic. He will turn up for one scene and say some things. And you're like, is that Gary Chalk? And it is Gary Chalk. And then he's not in And it. then he's gone. Yeah, then he's <laughs> yeah. gone. Um, so yeah, he is he is that stature of actor. Neil McDonough is not. Neil McDonough is mm, no. big enough that if he's in there, he'll have had a bigger part at right. some point. I, and bigger than just standing in a field getting shouted at by yeah, Robotnik, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and then never be in yeah. the film again. I mean, it probably portends some kind of cut where Robotnik goes a bit renegade or something. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah. And there's more. I, that, I want that. That sounds good. Yeah, like more back and forth between him and the people who are supposed to be controlling him. Or that whatever. sounds good. Yeah. I wonder why we didn't get that. I mean, it's take maybe film was already ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah takes yeah. away from Sonic, I suppose. Yeah. I thought the film was just the right length. Yeah. To be honest. Yes, I agree completely. I don't want two hours of Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. No. An hour and a half, just nice. But. 
Yeah, like don't listen to our podcast then, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast is about an hour and a half. Yeah, well, when I'm doing well, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Sonic, nice, nice. Just nice. An hour and a half now, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. Yep. <laughs> we liked him, right? We liked Sonic. Yes. Yeah. We liked. We liked Sonic. He was Sonic lovely. Movie. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's like they there's not that absolutely much... didn't screw up Sonic, and they there was so much scope for them to screw up. And Sonic. they yeah. were going, they to... were going, they got to... so close to doing. it. They were going to deliberately do it, and yeah. it would have been their decision. Yeah, it would have been. Can you even imagine? Like, can you? <laughs> no, imagine... I can't. It feels like a joke. The universe was playing. It doesn't feel like it was real. No, it doesn't. I know. I don't subscribe to the theory that it was always no. No, going no, no. to change. But no, not at all. But, because that again, that assumes that there's a world in which studio yep. executives don't think that's an okay way to translate cartoons into exactly. CG. Yeah, when there's plenty of precedent that shows they do. But imagine just ha- the sheer degree to which that I design can't. would have suffocated absolutely yeah. everything else in yeah. this film that we are now saying yeah. works. If the film had been that, despite himself, yeah. we come to be fond of him, and there are films that pull that off. Yeah. Then maybe, yeah. but that's this film. You were supposed to be quite fond of him immediately. Yeah, just off the yeah. bat. Yeah, yeah, straight away. But see, Dave, again, you're approaching it from the idea <laughs> that the design is supposed to be unlikable. No, but what I think that's more, we're talking about it more from how badly it would have just every single oh, it scene would have would have yeah. killed if, like, if the story was oh he's alright I guess <laughs> yeah no yeah Dave you are giving them way too much credit if you think that they ever tried to lean into the idea <laughs> but had they done that design would have made some sort of sense yeah the, sure <clears throat> the, to literally no sense yeah. in any way the nasty little creature that you then gradually become fond of because he's alright really I yeah. feel I feel like I've seen that film but I can't think which one I'm thinking of now but it's it, it's one of these right yeah I might even be thinking of E.T. because he's a horrible yeah. little thing <laughs> yeah well that's fair um, yeah E.T. is that kind of balance of gross cute yeah yeah cugly like the film seems to be broadly liked yep yeah. Um, against all odds, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not a particularly great film. As a piece of cinema, it is fine. Yeah. It's, 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 it does enough right on the Sonic front that most Sonic fans will probably come away satisfied. And I mean, I haven't seen anybody complaining about it. No. But like, as a, like, as a piece of cinema, like, it's, it's probably objectively terrible, really, like because that mold is so generic and yeah. so there. But but it's 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 watchable. It's fine, you know. It's not actively. Well, you know what they say: like apathy is worse than being. But than I wasn't. Hating I wasn't apathetic, you know? No, I wasn't apathetic either. But it's. Uh, but um, I'm looking at it more from the point of view of like critics who wouldn't. Have, yeah. Who, who wouldn't be approaching it the way we're approaching? This it, discussion know? was what was happening in my head and making me feel quite morose on the way out it was that it was did i like that or have i been fooled into liking it because it's one of those films i don't like but with this character i do yeah yeah but that's not tricking you like you know there there are there are just films i own all the transformers films yes i know because you've been tricked (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) what i'm talking about trick (laughs) they're terrible films right but you've bought them I needed them for research or something. Tricked. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you hadn't been a Transformers person on the internet, yeah. you wouldn't have had to Oh, buy I those. wouldn't have. No, yeah, sure. Because no, they, because the they, that, that's, but that's what, you haven't been tricked. But what I mean by the trick is that 
that you've been made to Michael Bay films about military mm. people and screaming have been made to be something <laughs> that you feel obliged to incorporate into your work. Yeah. And that's what I mean with the, that's what I felt as I was coming out of Sonic. I was like, would I have any reaction to this if it wasn't that that I was into this? But then you'd never have seen it if you hadn't, so how would right. you even know? That's part of the question. But the thing is, yeah. though, like, it would be different if the treatment of the Sonic material in it was incompetent yes. or so generic that it basically wasn't Sonic. But then I would yeah. at least be able to have fun disliking it. Whereas here, <laughs> it's unfair of me to dislike the fact that yeah. I just had to watch the Smurfs again! <laughs> oh my god, with the Smurfs. The, like, the Smurfs. <laughs> I, I said, don't like it. The, there's, there's a large chunk don't, in Don't this. like what, sorry, Niamh? <laughs> the Smurfs! <laughs> I do. I liked the Sonic movie a lot. I make, I'm kind of making fun. That's yeah, thing. we have fun and you, here. The reason you like it is because there is a large proportion of it of, of, around, there's a lot of generic stuff around it but in the middle of it yeah. there's a big chunk of legitimate Sonic yeah. in there mm. the, that, and that's that, I think that stuff stands alone and I think you can lift that out of the generic shell around it mm. and be like no that's fine and release that film I agree that would have been really good no you literally <laughs> said that you can't think of a way that it's possible well, that because I'm not a filmmaker though I, it doesn't mean I don't think it's possible I just can't right now pitch it to you. Maybe the next one can be. Well, yes, and I'm pretty sure it will be. The, what I have, the, the the little bit of behind the scenesiness that I have been able to gather is yeah. that the, the, when they were developing it yeah. and when they were storyboarding it and putting it together, there was a lot more of the echidnas and long claw and so on. Yeah. And, um, and then they were just... Mm, bit less. Mm, the budget's lower. Bit less. Mm, yeah. We've had to redesign the character. We haven't got that Nike money anymore. Bit less. Bit less. <laughs> bit less. And now we just have James Marsden now. But now, well, I think that's the better move for for a first. Well, film, possibly. To be honest. I don't. I don't. I'm not into it. Whenever movies are like, uh, oh, but come back for the sequel for all this stuff we're teasing mm. when they don't even know if they're getting a sequel. Like so many films yeah. are made these days with a view to being a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I liked it whenever that wasn't necessarily yes. a thing, and then people would have to actually come up with ideas. For... But it does feel like the seeds are there. Well, I think for we, the trilogy, obviously this, with the tales scene, you know, with the tales scene, and because this has done well, yeah, and it's done sequel money, right? Yeah. Not like, yet, but oh, is it not? It, it, I thought it like it, it probably will yeah. at this stage. It's... Like I'm, I'm not saying don't make a sequel, mm -hmm. but I'm also not banging the drum, insisting you make a sequel. Mm -hmm. And if they make it, I won't not see it. Yeah, but I'd be perfectly fine if they did. I have, make I, it. I have, I'm in between because on the one hand, I am enthusiastic about it. I like the owl, so I want <laughs> the owls and echidnas and they. Oh, by the way, on the owl, the reason for the owl. This is according to Tyson Hess, so I guess we have to... It seems unlikely, but I guess we have to assume it's true. They were looking at the fact that there's all bird stuff in the ancient ruins all the way through the old Sonic games. Right. So Green Hill Zone, you've got totem poles with beaks. Yeah. Labyrinth Zone, you've got these owl faces on the bricks. Apparently that's what they were riffing off with that. And huh. if they've, Yeah, Yeah, right, but it is new, but I feel like they could tie it in well if given the opportunity... So I'd be interested to see what they do with this sequel if they're given a bigger budget. I mean, to be honest, is not the obvious sequel that first act, Tails has come to Earth to get Sonic, there's a bit of running around, nobody understands everything, hilarious misunderstanding. 
second act, they try to go back to Sonic's world, but they wind up waylaid in other worlds along the way. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and there are other zones from the games. You split them off into two groups. Yeah. Tails and James Marston go off in one place and argue about what's best for Sonic. Yeah, and then Tika <laughs> Sumter and Sonic go off to somewhere else because that lets her do something. Um, you probably have to introduce a new human character because that's how films work. <laughs> yeah. If if he wasn't blacklisted, it'd be T.J. Miller or somebody <laughs> like that as a kind of comedy tag along. But he'll be a character like that who gets to come along and sort of scream react at things in yeah, the other yeah. worlds while serious headed Tika Sumter and Sonic try to figure this thing out. <laughs> Third act, they actually get back to Sonic's world where whatever's going on with the echidnas is is, is, is well, And Robotnik, it. right? And you Robotnik look- is obviously in cahoots with the echidnas. What you just described, Chris, is an incredibly <laughs> convincing pitch. <laughs> like G- Generic as all hell. But, but would we like, reject it? Yeah, exactly. Would we? I like don't the know. echidnas are responsible for getting Doctor Robotnik out of the mushroom yeah. world. Maybe there's some sort of connection between Sonic's powers and the Chaos yeah. Emeralds. You tie that in with the echidnas and their emerald history, and Robotnik's desire to then double cross the echidnas and take the emeralds yeah. because that's game stuff. He tricks Knuckles or yeah. whatever. You know, it writes itself. And then you tease Chaos at the end of that for the third movie. But here's the thing: if they make that, that is then a Sonic movie. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's not. But just... in the it, it's a it's a Sonic movie. It's enough of a Sonic movie to get away with it and calling it that. But really, it's still only the third act where the actual Sonic's world stuff yeah. in the world happens. But even you know? even then, though, what's the alternative? I still don't feel like they're at a point where they could just launch into the Rouge the Bat movie, you know? <laughs> no, they're no, because these human characters are fifty percent of the of the cast. They're, yeah. they're in fact they're not they're mo- there's only there's only Sonic. So they're literally like seventy five percent of the cast yeah. is Robotnik, James Marsden and Tika Sumter. Yeah. Um so they obviously have to come along they on would, the adventure yeah. in the sequel. So you're it's it's the obvious sequel. Flip it and reverse it. Take those characters and take yeah. them to Sonic's world instead of Sonic coming to their world. It's it's generic as all and it writes itself. I think that whether we ultimately determine that this is an acceptably... Like, I understand that for this first film, it's a generic template movie that happens to have 30% Sonic in it. But it just depends on what they build on next time, Mm -hmm. if there's a next time. If Mm -hmm. there isn't a next time, then I think we can look at this as like, well, an unfortunately aborted false Mm -hmm. start for the idea. But... It just depends but, on what but, they decide. But don't we live at a period in time now where if it is an abortive false start, there'll be another one along in five years? Like, obviously, if something has ever been proven popular <laughs> in the past, they will literally reboot <laughs> yeah, it over yeah. and over again until we all die. Yeah. But if it just fails first time, then I'm not sure about that necessarily. Well, yeah, you could be right there. But, right. see, my problem with... Um, I don't want to end up in a Transformers situation here. Yeah. Because, like you, Chris, I still will go to bat in many ways for the first Transformers film. He does. He actually does. Mm -hmm. In real life and everything. Yeah, I've taken the bat today (laughs) for numerous opportunities. Make sure you never bring up the subject to Jack. (laughs) I mean, anybody who ever comes out with that business about the Transformers movies not needing humans can get in the sea. Yeah, no, they do. Transformers need humans. Yeah, definitely, Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. like if you say, oh, I just want the first five minutes of Bumblebee. Great, you want a cartoon. Yeah. What you want is a cartoon. Yeah. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Love a good cartoon, me. Yeah. But that's what you want. And that's not what they're ever going to make. Yeah. 
And it, what, if they do make it, it won't be the same kind of thing. It won't be that because it'll be a bloody cartoon, not the Lion King with robots. <laughs> yes, but exactly. Yeah, but yeah. even the cartoon had humans in it. That's that's always yeah. been part of Transformers. So yeah. Well, but I mean, but it's like they wouldn't have to put them in it. And there have been cartoons where they didn't have I'm to put sure. them in it. Like Combiner but, but, Wars. <laughs> I mean, there are good ones where the, they the didn't game put of humans in it. Animation. Well. <laughs> Uh, the new Netflix yeah. one that's coming up will be the same. No humans, but the only way to do a true, unfiltered Sonic movie, whatever that is, is a cartoon. Yeah, a CGI yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Um, it, it, even that thing I'm talking about for a sequel, where it sounds more like a legitimate Sonic film, it's still the compromised version yeah. of <laughs> how you do it in live action. Whereas with Transformers, live action is a natural home for them. Yeah. yeah. But the problem with the Transformers, the Michael Bay Transformers movies, is I the reason. Glad to I, hear this pared down to a single point. No. <laughs> yeah, one one bullet point. <laughs> it, it, yeah. The key issue I had in terms of the way that series developed from as a counterpoint to this is that the reasons that I was okay with it a lot of the time is like, okay, well we've got all of these trappings that are of something else that I don't recognise as Transformers, mm-hmm. in order to kind of like. Uh, to be the soil in which to grow the seed of a bit in the middle that I can see is recognisably what I would see as Transformers. So if we let that grow and gradually take up more and more percentage of what this series is over time, it'll eventually turn into something where it's like, oh yeah, no, that's the Transformers movie series. That is not what happened with the Transformers movie series. They only ever just grew the Michael Bay stuff. And yeah. the Transformers stuff ended up just as much a kind of interchangeable trapping as it ever was. If they make another Sonic movie and it is exactly the same proportion, <laughs> the Smurfs, as this yeah. one was, we're gonna look back on all of these much with much less charity yeah. than we are yeah. doing like now. A, a Sonic sequel can't all be set in the real world. No, again. no, it's no. they have to go back to Sonic's world to to make it. That, yeah, like a Transformers movie can be set yeah. in the real world at yeah. all times, yeah. but um, it's like I mean I, I'm the I'm the guy who'll even sort of kind of go bat go to bat for the second Transformers. Oh my movie. god! <laughs> because I'm not doing any point, This is again. the point I always make: is it is still a colorful adventure film. Yeah. Whereas all the other ones are these grey military. Yeah. Movies. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair. It, it, the, the second one, as much of a mess as it was, yeah. and as much of that is the result of the writer's right strike, strike yeah. requiring them to start filming stuff without actually having a script, mm-hmm. yeah. and requiring it to all be sort of pasted together later. Not saying the finished product would have been good or anything, yeah. but you know, would have been better. But um, it's still, it's still, it feels like an escalation. It builds yeah. upon the ideas of the all spark from the first film. It yeah. brings, it actually, there's actual threads of continuity from the first one are used to extrapolate a story for the second one yeah and then after that it's all like what no this is what here that's it whatever yeah it's nonsense and nothing but that's why i'll go to bed for the second one as much as it's as much as it deserves it um, which is not much not much but that's why if <laughs> if the sonic series wants to escalate itself out in the same way grow out from the seeds planted in this one it has to go back to sonic's world and, yeah. and, and yeah. do things like that so that's why I'm saying, I think this is okay to start with. <laughs> yes. It yes. is. Like, I agree. It's, yep, like definitely. Chris said, maybe this is the only way you could ever start mm, yeah. a Sonic movie series. 
in the world we actually live in. <laughs> but we'll see where they go from here. Mm. But, you know, for now, we didn't hate it. Nope. We, did, we didn't hate it. We weren't... We, we weren't prompted to vomit by nope. it. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that one bit. That one bit? Yeah. Which one bit? Oh, what did you eat? I think it's called a chili dog. Oh, that. Yeah. That is one of the grossest fart jokes I think I've ever experienced. And, it was uh, it was like something right out of the 90s, all right. I was like, as I say, that was the bit where the film had started to lose me yeah. anyway because it had gone so down to formula. Then he farted and I was like... Is it 1998? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it it didn't even feel like it followed on from anything. Like <laughs> when he ate the chili dogs, I was like, "Ha, chili yeah. dogs!" Because it's, you know, we haven't talked about it much, but it's like, as I, I said earlier, it's not the Detective Pikachu. It's not the film that's made with that level of love and reverence. So there, there aren't actually that many things like that in the film. Like no. little things were. For people to pick up on. No. No. No, and when they were, I, I didn't see them as being much more than... Cetra. Just being in it because that's Sonic and that's what it is. Not, sort of. Not, not, something, not something fun for you to spot. It's like, yeah. he's, got, he's got rings because that's Sonic and he has... Well, that, was, well, well, that was part of my... Uh, that was one of my complaints, small though it was, oh. was that... Yeah, like in the way that... I was, I was trying to articulate this on the way out of yeah. cinema to you and I, and I can't figure out how quite to put it in words, but it's similar to, to do with how I say, okay, so here was a good representation of Sonic, except when you look at it, none of the actual bits were of Sonic. So the kind of running he was doing wasn't Sonic's yeah. kind. Sonic... Yes, there's rings in Sonic, but not a bag of portals that he carries around. That's just out of nowhere. See, I don't mind that because no, it's, I don't mind marrying, it. it's marrying the giant rings mm. yeah. from like one and three yeah. with the little ones and, and, and showing how they can be the yeah. same thing. I'm fine, I'm fine with I was that. I was fine with yeah, all of it. That's adaptation, not mm. not just direct transplantation. The thing I likened it to is it's like if you made I mean another Mario film. Yes. And in the Mario film coins are yeah. like items of great power and he needs to collect a hundred <laughs> yeah. coins to form the artifact that will allow yes. him to defeat the demon lord or something it's yes. like okay it's mario and he's collecting coins but that's not what mario coins are yeah and that's not what they do and that's not why you collect a hundred coins in mario mm -hmm. so that they don't resonate as the same thing mm. And in that way, the rings don't necessarily... They don't feel like the, the way rings that from Sonic, Sonic. Yeah, the way that Sonic was was so... Um, it, it was so on that line between like, oh yeah, no, this is a perfectly good representation of all this stuff. And actually, this is completely nothing to do with it at all. Yeah. That I, I couldn't quite... Like, I felt almost as if you could put some other character in and instead of a bag of rings, it would be a bag of whatever they've got yeah. that are now portals and so on. But... That didn't bother me too much. Well, that's like why, why I said it doesn't feel like the, the Sonic movie. Yeah. Mm, but yeah. it's just a movie with Sonic in it, like exactly like you say. I like the... Did you see the... Um, <laughs> this was... I'm only saying this for fun, listeners. I don't think this is the case, but uh, um, someone over on Something Awful pick said uh, oh, that uh, she reckoned that this is not only a film where they already had something lying around before they had the Sonic IP to slot it into, but she thinks it was going to be a reboot of Alf, and um, <laughs> and I and I was like, okay, ha, that's quite funny. Yeah. And then I thought, wait a minute, just in the back of my mind, don't yeah. I seem to remember there was going to be a reboot of Alf? 
And I looked it up. Yeah. And the day they announced that the reboot of Elf was cancelled was one month, I think, to the day before the first that silhouette of Sonic image dropped. <laughs> now, it's not. It's yeah. not because that was the first image we had. They'd already announced yeah. the film and Alf yeah, yeah, was yeah. ongoing during that. Yeah. But it doesn't mean there wasn't some kind of cross-merging of the two uh, creations. Yeah, yeah. But it, it wouldn't take much. No. Yeah. But that's what happens when you're dealing with the most generic possible parts <laughs> yeah, to build exactly, a yeah. Was ALF the original one of this formula? Did ALF... Presume- oh, no, E.T. was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think yeah, E.T. Yeah. was. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> but, but, but... But, but, but... Despite anyway. all that... Anyway. And despite... Yes, okay... That was no. our mid-credits sequence. Jan was so close to finishing the podcast just before D- we went on Despite on the one <laughs> part where, yes, the vomit did rise to maybe the... Yes backs of our throat we didn't throw up no it didn't, didn't come all the way out <laughs> glowing priest given that this was a film that was destined yeah. for projectile vomiting yeah. for an hour and a half to two hours yeah. depending on how long it was on how long after we, it we needed to vomit for yep they've pulled something out of a fire here. it's something of a miracle isn't it, it? kind of yeah, is. It is. Yeah. yeah genuinely and it's it's the most mundane-looking miracle you'll yes. ever find. Because it's like, yeah. to look at it, you, it's like, well, what yeah. is miraculous It's like, oh, yeah. loaves, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you show them, you know, then, then you show them what they made it out of. Yeah. You show them that trailer, you know, despite their attempts to essentially pull that from the internet. <laughs> um, and, yeah, no, I, I am giving this to them as a win. Yeah, I'm giving it to them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's a qualified win, but the fact that it's any kind of win is insane. In yeah, a way. yeah. Um, and that's the end of the podcast. Sorry, I'm going to say something completely other that uh, ruins that brilliant and valiant attempt at ending the conversation. Um, I, was, I just needed to say this at some point tonight. Which is that this is the first time and I've heard this said of a lot of films. Yeah. Um, and I'm not leveling this as a criticism at the film, but I've heard this said as a criticism of a lot of films and I've never felt it before. This is the first time I really had seen the whole thing already in the trailer. As yeah. I was watching mm-hmm. it, I was yeah. like, oh, that's the trailer. Like, it was like there was five minute sequences linking together the yeah. trailer that we'd already seen. And- <laughs> Including one of the post credits. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, uh, and I hadn't even really watched the trailer that many times. No. I, I streamed it the, the first time, so yes. I watched it then. Never made a video about it. I didn't do anything that would con- concrete it in my mind as no. stuff I remember. But I obviously watched it yeah. again at some point. Yeah. So two times, maybe three times, a normal amount of times to watch a trailer. Yeah. Like, less than I saw Force Awakens say. Yeah. It was all in there. It literally all. Yeah. Every bit of it. Also, when you have an aw- such an awareness of the generic framework yeah, of the yeah. plot you can clearly extrapolate the stuff you're not seeing yeah. i know yeah uh, i don't remember if they showed anything like for instance from the final fight in the in green hills but you knew it was going to be there yes. yeah it was before the prologue to the film had finished mm-hmm. when she hands him the bag of rings yeah and we hear that there's a mushroom world yeah i'm like oh right that's the end of the film and i i, yeah. I now know yeah literally exactly how this film is going to end <laughs> i know open a portal to the yeah. mushroom world and push robotnik through it because we saw a one and a half second yeah. glimpse of robotnik in a world of mushrooms in yeah. the trailer yeah yeah yep 
And obviously we hyper-scrutinised that in the trailer because that because was the scene where he looks like Rob Robotnik. Yeah. Exactly. And the prevailing theory was that that was going to be the very end of the film and he'd ended up going there. And, <laughs> and yeah, he yeah. did it 100%. So that, that, was all, yeah. that was all set up. Do you remember the weird theory or idea that was going around that that was the Robotnik of Sonic's world? And that oh. the finale of the film would involve the two Robotniks teaming up. And I was like, I, I do don't believe now. this for I a do second. I do not remember that. <laughs> Utter ninnies. The Robotnik of Sonic's world. <laughs> <laughs> like, everywhere's got to have a Robotnik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a parallel universe version of everything. Well, who's the yeah. Sonic of Earth? Oh, it's the original version. There's oh, your God. sequel. The hideous man. Oh. There's your sequel. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic of two worlds, and then do that flash cover of the two Sonics <laughs> running towards each other on the other See, side of a wall. That's the, yeah, it is the sequel. It's the only way they can escalate it. Yep. Sonic needs the next film will be the Sonic Generations yeah. of this yep. classic Sonic, <laughs> classic Sonic being classic movie Sonic. Yeah, teams up with modern movie modern Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. That's you know that's the way that Sonic the Hedgehog uh, fandom and lore. And meme culture works is that you know years from now, in exactly the same way as we got a Sanic drawing in this yes. film, there are gonna be yes. jokes and memes yeah. in official media about the manhole. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't one in this, honestly. Too late. It's, I think it's too soon. <laughs> too, too, well, yeah, it's, yeah, both would have made people too upset. <laughs> Not only does Hop have a scene where James Marsden is sitting in the same position with the the CG character yeah. on the chair, it also just in the first half that I watched, it has a bit where he's supposed to stay still in the car, but he keeps getting distracted by things. Yeah, and it has a bit where uh, passers-by are looking at James Marsden funny because he's got the CG character in a container. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. So that was something from the trailer. They cut down a little bit. Yeah, cut down a bit. Yeah, yeah. There was some dialogue from the trailer that wasn't in the finished film in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me so much. Which I only remembered because Jeff leant over to me and said, "Was there not something more in that?" Because he was just in awe of how dreadful the whole experience was. For himself. <laughs> right. The anyway. podcast is over. Right. Um, I kind of yeah. Uh, do you want to make a final attempt at ending it or not? No, we ended it. Right, we ended it. Right, you could this this last five to ten minutes. Yep. this is your mess to sort out. Okie dokie. So should we now do what you guys? It's yeah. your podcast. You guys sign it off. Okay. Uh, how Chris begin? You're good at this bit, and I'm not. But it's always about leading into the next podcast. Well, um, in, in the next Sonic movie, well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we can reconvene in to, to, in a few years. I mean, we obviously years. will. Yes, yeah, that will be the next time I'm on this. I'm on this podcast because I don't know anything else about Sonic. <laughs> well, uh, in the intervening years, if you're looking for more Sonic discussion from me and Dave, uh, you can find Sonic the Comic the Podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you do get it from there, please do leave us a review. We do appreciate them. There's also a website you can get it from if you don't like those apples. How do you like them apples? Not at all? Then go to <laughs> stctp.wigglehe.com and that's where you'll find all of it. That's our home base. That is our B&Q. <laughs> and if for some reason you've enjoyed... <laughs> my presence on this podcast. Uh, you can get a lot more of that by listening to Dave's other podcast, Serious Disney, which, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, you really ought to if you yeah. want to swear proper fealty. Yeah. The, the fealty but also, it's decides. quite good. 
Yeah. We talk about, on that, we talk about, it's our animation and yes. animation adjacent podcast where basically up till now we've been doing those Disney remakes, what they keep insisting on making. Yes. And occasionally other things, and like we did the two Frozen films, for example. Yes, we did. Um, For a long, long time. Oh, we did Frozen at <laughs> length. If you want to hear people talk about Frozen, then that is the definitive source of that. I kind of think it is. I actually it? think it is, yeah. yeah. I know that's a, I know that's a yeah. bold claim to make. And where can they find that? SeriousDisney.wigglehe.com Yes. So hopefully you will go there now. Go there go now. Go there. Now. Uh, you can follow our show on Twitter at Sonic Podcast and their show uh, at <laughs> Serious Disney. That's right. Yes, and all of us individually. Uh, I'm Demon Tomato Dave. I am at Chris McFeely, and I am at Mouse Talica. That's Mouse spelt the German way, and then Talica spelt like Band you would way. spell Talica. <laughs> <laughs> Our opening theme was synchronised by Sonic the Comic The Band, and you can find that at sonicthecomic.bandcamp.com, and you should. This was Sonic the Comic, the movie, the game, yeah. the film, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and we'll see you for comics next, next time. time. Bye. 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 Bye.